Tonight, on the Midnight Train Podcast, we're discussing the mystery of the butterfly people of Joplin, Missouri. What happened here to cause such a phenomenon? Was everyone just really high? Warning. We say things like murder is for pussies and let's fucking ride, cowboy, all aboard. And welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. What's that mean? Well, we make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as humanly possible. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And of course, with me is the one and only co-host extraordinaire. It's Mr. Moody. Yeah, I deserve it. I you do not it. stop that. Do. That, is, that is so, no, you <laughs> stop it right now. So listen, Moody, how are you? I'm fucking wonderful. Yeah? yeah? How's your week been? Everything good? So far, so good. Yeah? Boring. I spend the morning yelling at my daughter's hockey team because they're terrible. Yeah, it happens. Whatever. So hey, on a, on a, on a different <laughs> note, we're now on the uh, Taiwanese Canadian, yep. Australian, yep. as well as the United States that's, charts. That's right. I think we're uh, the highest on the U.S. charts that we've been in. I saw that today. Ever, maybe, maybe, maybe of all time. I was like, holy shit. When we, I got it over yeah. this morning, I was like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, not too bad for, you know, a couple of dipshits with a the fucking. Auss- the Aussies are listening since we're not banned over there anymore. Right. Uh, this is New Zealand anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was New Zealand. Yeah, we, got, we got banned in New Zealand. So we, we actually have uh, a few guests with us today. I see that. Yeah, the table is full here in the train station right now. <laughs> First and foremost, we brought back, and, and he's one of our favorite people ever. Of course, Riley Sayers in the building. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> it's been a while, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm excited for the other two guys that are here tonight, too. Yeah, we have uh, the, the oldest Sayer boy, uh, Riley's brother and my oldest son. It's Logan Sayer. Say hello. <laughs> He's just got to get closer on it. Plus, that applause is so loud. Jesus. It's not my fault. Say hello again. What's going on, everybody? There There you go. go. And then we have a little, what are you, Vietnamese? (laughs) Viet Cong? Whatever. Small Vietnamese boy with us today. (laughs) We have a small Vietnamese (laughs) child with us right now. No, we've got well, we've got a, a so close family. <laughs> yeah, oh no! Well, actually, your grandmother is Taiwanese, correct? Uh, correct. Yes. Yes. Oh, so this is Ryan. Perfect. Ryan, say hello. Right. Yeah, make sure you're on the dial from the back. Yeah. Hello. There you, there, go. there you go. He doesn't sound Taiwanese. Nor does he look it. <laughs> Not at all. Twenty-five percent. Twenty-five percent. So, see, Taiwan listeners out there, we've got a Taiwanese person in here right now. Beautiful. Ryan, um, he's representing. Say something in Mandarin. Wani. <laughs> what does that mean? Say it again. Well, it's Wani. Wani. I love you. Aww. Aww. I know by heart. Aww, look Aww. at you. Aww, how sweet. All right. Yeah, not too shabby. Well, fellas, welcome to the show. And you guys can talk. That's what the... Uh, Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and so these uh, these three knuckleheads, uh, we've been spending a lot of time lately, uh, Moody, and uh, we've been making beer, which we have a sour 
that I needs to be saying you were gonna do that, changed yeah. over. And How's the, that going? They're all musicians and or, or striving musicians and whatnot, or or at least want to play instruments. Look, How's that? From I what wanna, I was I hearing about 10 girls. minutes ago. It's great. <laughs> it's, they're like Hanson, except without talent or looks. So it's completely fine. Definitely don't have the hair. We're just hands. Well, you have the hair. <laughs> They don't have the hair. At least they still have hair. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> so I listen, have it. it's just in a different spot. Yeah, it, it's sliding down our heads. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. now on my face and on my back and <laughs> in places that it should not be. Ew. Um, so listen, <laughs> we uh, we actually got some hate mail. We or, got hate mail or hate voicemails. I fucking love hate mail. So this first one here, um, well, there's three of them, and I it's, really hope it's from Chainsaw, and it's and it's kind of. Is he mad about the food stamp comment? Well, here, let's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't heard from him about that. So let's try this one first. All right. All right. All right. Hey, yo, Johnny and Rudy. Hey, yo, this is Donnie Peppertoe. So I just listened to your show and you tarnished my family's name. How dare you? How dare you compare my great grandfather to Pepto Bismol? What kind of stupid show you running? Get your facts straight. Yo, whack. You and your choo-choo train radio show. Man, I'm pissed. I think me and Don Vito are going to come visit you soon. Y'all better watch your back, bitches. (laughs) So obviously... This person is not happy with us. Pepitones uh, aren't having it, huh? Because uh, we apparently sullied the Pepitone <laughs> surname um, for the three gentlemen here right now. If you haven't listened to the latest episode, or the last episode that we dropped, last week's episode, we were discussing the Axeman of New, or- uh, New Orleans, yep. and there happened to be a gentleman by the last name Pepitone, and we just simply said that it the name sounded very familiar. So like to a like, stomach. Uh, like a stomach yeah. uh, medicine. Medicine, yeah, right. Yeah, so... There were there were quite a few jokes at the expense of the Pepitones. <laughs> so I isn't it, isn't it crazy that we have a Pepitone that listens, huh? Yeah, I know it's it's so weird. Yeah. Well, he, there's also there's a couple more on here too. So okay. It's my Nora Pepitone. I'm calling the Choo Choo Boys because I want to apologize for my little pepperoni Donnie. He gets off all his cannolis and gets his pasta in a bunch. I'm so sorry he called and threatened your life. Don't worry about Don Vito. He ain't gonna come see you. And neither is Donnie. He's all talk. He's all hair gel and tank tops, okay? So I just want to make sure we don't start a tough war. Listen, I understand you compared my great-grandfather to an acid medicine, but you know what? It was funny. I laughed. So I'm assuming that that is the mother of the first person that called us, Donnie Pepitone, right? Sounded like it, yeah. That's, that's what it sounded like. That's and, what I got And, and she was apologizing for him. Okay. Okay. And then there's a third voicemail. <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> let's see uh, what this one has to say. Hey, uh... This is the raccoon from the alleyway. Yeah, I just want to say I heard you had a problem with uh, Don Pepitone and Don Vito. I can offer you protection for a, a one lunchbox. Uh, I just want to know what's in the lunchbox. Uh, 
I'm going to put on my leather coat and get out of here. So give me a call if you need the raccoon's protection. I'm just going to go over this way and jiggle my balls in my leather coat and uh, to some jazz beat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then there's the raccoon that's... Uh... It's the Jersey raccoon, and uh, definitely again, sounded like it. If you're new here, um, <laughs> you know the Jersey raccoons with switchblades and the uh, leather jackets uh. that uh, happen to hang out with the uh, sister skeleton yes, over there. That's right. Yeah. So uh, apparently, um, we've got a little, uh, little, a bunch of shit going on. I'm frightened. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Perhaps we don't talk about the Pepitones anymore. That's, maybe. Now we got raccoons and moms yeah, and got, shit and all this fucking stuff. We got the protection of the raccoons. Yeah, we do. Or how they sound like Whitey from, you know, and San Jose Crazy Nights. Well, th- I, I think that's just a, uh, that's how they all talk, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. absolutely. Much, yeah. 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 They all talk like that, sure. right? Okay. As far as I know. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that's a great start. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will be uh, ending the Midnight Train podcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, say, see you guys later. Uh, yeah. if we're going into Good witness protection. Else. Nothing yeah. else to say. Yeah. So you beautiful bunch of dark passengers know that we're just a couple of musicians and assholes that love history and cannot get enough of the mysterious. We want you all to know how much it means to us that you're actually listening to our dumbasses as we speak. Your reviews and support really do make all the... they're not listening to it as we speak, though. They're listening to us speak, then. Listening to us, but not at this... They're not... You know what the fuck I mean, Moody? (laughs) Fucking... I know, but some other people might not. For those reviews, make sure it says fuck Moody for these upcoming reviews. Fuck Moody's a good one. Anyway, yeah, like you one. can do that by going over to Apple Podcasts and you can leave a review where you could literally say, it could just say fuck Moody. As long as there's five stars, we don't care what it says. No, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, you probably welcome the fuck Moody. More the better. Yeah. You didn't, yeah. He's down. Yeah. yeah. So make sure you guys are doing that. It helps. We don't know why, but that's just how it is over there anyway. So I like the reviews. Yeah. yeah they like the reviews. You can also find us on Spotify. Yep. And iHeartRadio by typing the Midnight Train Podcast in their search bar and clicking the follow button. You'll then get each episode as they are released. And Patreon subscribers, you beautiful fucking producers, you guys are going to be getting a uh, Republic of Malasia. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Is it Malasia? I, I included the pronunciation in there for you. Oh, so we, we actually have a pronunciation as yes, well. Yes, it is. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm stoked about that. So <laughs> so anyway, it's going to be a great one. So, you know, more bonuses for you guys. So sign up for that over at the Patreon, uh, the Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast or head over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com and right at the very top, you'll see a little Patreon button. You can click on that and, you know, you guys nice. can sign up and get all kinds of cool shit, merchandise over there. All kinds of happy I'm shit. I'm still waiting on my shit robot tea. Yeah, they're coming. I'm telling you. The shit robots, <laughs> the shit eating robots will be coming. That's right. I promise they will. All right. So let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, and let's get spooky. But first, here's a toast to all you beautiful motherfuckers. <laughs> I feel like we should be smoking right now. Right, dude? We should be smoking a little bit of that ganja. So, 
that has actually been sent in to us. That's another user submitted. It's another user one, but awesome, that one, uh, I thought it I thought it important to actually bring that one in because that's our boy, Rob Webb. No way. Yeah, from over at the Fun Box. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I thought that was actually pretty good shit. Very nice. I thought that was awesome. Rob, good I job on that. I think it's funny that you just said it like that. What? Like you were surprised that he made something good. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, it didn't suck. Look, Rob, I always knew you had it in here. I, I don't know what John thought about you, but I, I knew you were destined for greatness, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, very, it was very good. I liked it. I didn't listen to it ahead of time. That's what I was, I guess, more so what I meant. Not like, sure. holy crap, this guy yeah. doesn't suck half as bad as we thought he did. It's not what I was saying, Rob. <laughs> Just so you guys are, all right. All right. What do you guys think of that track? I liked it a lot. It was chill. Yeah. You? Good. You? <laughs> oh, Meek. You're overflowing with personality, it, aren't you, buddy? It was, it was good. It was, it was okay. <laughs> it, it was good. Like the dude from Office Space. <laughs> have, you, have you seen my stapler? <laughs> Calm down there, buddy. Get some excitement in you. It was great. There it is. All right. Wait, wait, Get wait. It. Calm down there, buddy. Get some excitement in you. Yeah, you like how I did that? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't at I all. Mm. <clears throat> Anywho. Uh, so I'm drinking a Royal Docks this Ice good, Crusher, dude. dude. It's actually pretty, pretty fucking good. good. What yeah. am I tasting in there? Um, My balls. Your balls are fruity. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, actually, uh, let's it's see let's see. It's uh, well, let's see. Black currant and ginger. There you go. That's what you're tasting. Yeah, it's pretty good. Royal Docks. Good job. And around the board That's over solid, here, what do, you, what do we got over there? Logan, what are you sipping on? Enjoying this uh, untitled art mojito. A little gluten free for all those uh, gluten free uh, addicts out there. Nice. AKA it's good. Mojito liars. Fizz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a real thing. <laughs> But fucking lying. I'm kidding. I know it's real. I'm just being a dick. And you, the little young Taiwanese boy, what are you, uh, what are you sipping on? <laughs> this is a Rheingeist. It's called Uncle. It's a mild ale. It's a, it's a what? What is it? Mild ale. Mild ale. Never mm. heard of it. It's Uncle from Rheingeist. It's awesome, actually. It's a really yeah. good beer. Uncle, huh? Yeah. Mild ale. Uncle, because they have like dad. They have uncle. Like That's they. Creepy. Yeah, I don't yeah. like drinking That's after uncle. Creepy, you know. Dude. But what's great is that dad. Well, as you can tell, that one's got a plaid, <clears throat> brown plaid. Dad yeah. is a red plaid. Okay. So it's pretty fucking, I don't know. They're doing something. Over I guess. There. It's so creepy. Yeah. And what about you, Riley? What are you sipping uh, on? I'm drinking a Rusty Rail birthday suit, birthday cake inspired. So he's drinking after his uncle and I'm drinking That's, birthday suits. That totally sounds like a sex thing. Rusty and, and Rail. Rail. Rusty Rail. <laughs> yeah, I gave her the old yeah. Rusty Rail my birthday And suit. Logan's over there got a mojito fizz. So we're just all. Logan, Logan likes getting the Rusty Rail <laughs> <his> birthday suit. <laughs> all right. Jesus. It's pretty fucked up. Anyway, and it's we funny. do know that we have, uh, um, um, we want to say hi to Sydney out there because she's, uh, Logan's wife is yeah. actually wanting to uh, listen to this episode. Awesome. If she hasn't prior to this, this will be her first introduction. So, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guess what? Today's ride, yes, like we haven't talked about in the beginning. It's going to keep in the theme of the possible, you know, paranormal encrypted s- stuff. Yeah. Um, but it takes us on kind of a more of an uplifting ride. It's actually a pretty cool story. Well, the story is uplifting. Rooted, it's uplifting. Yes, you know how normally we're macabre and dark. Yeah. Mm. This is actually I got, might. I might leave. I mean, there's still some macabre might, and dark I wrapped in it. It's there. like wrapped up in it. Yeah. So let's just say it's like a real shitty fucking. Let's just do the story. Anyway. Is there any devastation or destruction? Correct. There is. Oh, okay. we're good then. So you're good. Yeah. You don't have to leave. Nope. Okay. Good. So the discussing this discussing. My mouth has already started. That's what happens when I say Listen, first and foremost, I'm super fucking hungover right now. <laughs> like, I'm getting better, but I woke up this morning and I was, like, so hungover. So, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through this damn thing. 
So the the thing about this story too is that neither Moody or myself we didn't know anything about this in, in any no. way, shape, or form. What Never in the shit it. are there... you knuckleheads trying to do right now? Oh my god! What are, what are we doing? He wants to bring the mic down a little bit. He's a little Asian boy. He doesn't have a lot of height. We is it really too tall yeah, for you? We didn't bring his booster seat. <laughs> you put the five six kid and the six four kid sitting next to each other. Is that better? Yes. <laughs> Now Logan's got to get down face. four feet. It's all good. I just got to break my back to make him feel better. Ryan. So wait a minute. Right now, Ryan's breaking your back? With his rusty rail. With his rusty rail. rail. All right. He's got his arm around him. Yeah, it's, it's actually very, uh, it's very, very nice. I rusty like that. It, it does sound like a strip rusty club. Rail. It, the rusty Ooh. rail. Sounds like a really gross, like the Lido lounge. <laughs> That's <just gonna> say. <laughs> it's next to the Lido. <laughs> <laughs> Do not ever, ever, ever want to go of, in there. A lot of bullet yeah. wounds and things of that. Yes. C-section just, scars. Just gashes and not the ones you want to see. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, it's just gross. It's just gross. So anyway, again, this is something that you and I didn't know anything about. No. And Riley actually, um, he basically introduced the story to me. Right. And then I brought it to you. You did. And I had absolutely no fucking idea what it was. And it's actually a pretty, pretty cool. It's interesting. Yeah, and uh, you know, even like it doesn't seem huge when talking to other people either. Like I haven't really you say it to people and they're like, oh, pff, I have no. no fucking idea. So, you know, we're jumping taking a train to Original Town. Is that is that a town you wanna stop? Is that is that even a I'm gonna stop talking whatever. <laughs> so anyway, despite this fact, we found it to be an intriguing topic, so we decided to follow up on it. Today we are talking about the butterfly people of Joplin, Missouri. Before we get into uh, what they are we uh, need to take a look at the incident that spawned the tales. So without uh, further ado, let's get into it. And this is uh, pretty fucked up. This is the destruction part. This is the destruction. Uh, is this what we're talking about? Yeah, so let's yeah. get this part. Yeah. So between May 21st and May 26th of 2011, the Midwestern and Southern United States experienced the largest tornado outbreak on record with a total of 1,894 tornadoes causing 551 fatalities pretty fucking crazy it's a couple yeah that's 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 definitely a couple isn't a couple too maybe but okay. it's more than a couple it is more than a couple so it's it's more than a few though <laughs> anyway most of the tornadoes <laughs> developed in a corridor from lake superior southwest to central texas isolated tornadoes occurred in other areas so most of the shit went in what is tornado alley occurred right Riley, is that what Kind yeah, of it where went that's from at. like it went from like Texas to Minnesota. Indiana. Yeah, it was like, all the way up to Minnesota. There was stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean Minnesota? Minnesota, eh? Minnesota. Oh, hey, Wait, essentially it, Canada. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. It's southern Canada. Did it hit the biggest ball of twine? I fucking hope. I not. hope not. Oh God, <clears throat> I still have yet to go there. I plan on it. My I, kids, I, dude, I'm, I'll I'll got go. my kids yeah. stoked. And you can I'll only go. listen to that song the whole, the whole way. way. No, I know on repeat. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. They do that in Guantanamo too. Torture. Your kids, what? <laughs> the fuck is he talking He's about? Saying playing the song on repeat would be torture, and they use that as a torture technique in Guantanamo. No, those Bay. guys are loving that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to eat the fucking uncle. Never and heating and plumbing. No, there's not one person in Guantanamo that would be like this song again. Fuck, they'd be like, keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love weirdo. <laughs> I killed someone just to come here, just because I know you're fucking playing it. Fuck, I could have just bought the CD, but anyway. So on May 21st, a small system of thunderstorms developed in Brown County, Kansas, while another system formed to the southeast of Emporia, Kansas. The Brown County system spawned a brief tornado over Topeka, Kansas, causing minor damage. This system also caused significant damage in Oskaloosa, Kansas, and other communities. 
Meanwhile, the Emporia system spawned an EF3 tornado that struck Reading, Kansas. One person was killed, several others were injured, and at least 20 houses were destroyed. These two systems developed several other tornadoes throughout the evening. A moderate risk of severe uh, weather was issued for much of the Midwest, as well as further south to Oklahoma uh, for May 22nd. Right. So basically, you got one little, like... A couple are popping up, one one decent cell. One good, yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's throwing some shit out there. But everyone, you know, they're telling everyone to watch out. I mean, the EF3 is nothing to scoff at, too. That no. Thing, that thing will rip your, your shingles off, man. Yeah. It'll, it'll definitely put a hurting on your ass. Yeah. I, I What's the scale? It goes up to five, right? Five. Five's the big daddy. I think they, they say it goes it can go up to six, but we've never had a six yet. Okay, well, if the one that we're talking about in here is not a fucking six, and it's not even the one that, it's not even no. the Joplin one. There's another one that was stronger than that one. Mm-hmm. And if that's not a fucking six, I don't even want to see what a six would be. But does it go to 11? <laughs> Why not just make six? <laughs> Where you going with that? <laughs> Spinal Tap. Uh, yeah. you, have you guys seen Spinal? Yes. Okay, good, good. Have you guys? Have you do, little? I'm gonna say no. You've never seen that. <laughs> never heard of it. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. I'm losing so much faith in you, Ryan. How old are you? How old do you think I am? I think you're like 17. <laughs> Better than what I've gotten before. 22. I got him by 20 years. Yeah, dude. I know it's crazy. It's fucking. Fuck. Yeah, it's pretty insane. So the first tornadic supercell developed in the mid-afternoon hours over it's a good, the. It's a good band name. Tornadic superspell, superspell. I can't even fucking say it. It's not that good, apparently. Yeah, I said it right the first time. I thought, to be honest, I thought that was incorrect earlier. Tornadic, because I've never heard that term before. And so I, I went and looked it up. Fucking weather, man. Right, exactly. And well, I wish I was, because they just guess at everything. It's true. And today it's gonna. Hmm. It might rain. I'll see yeah. any clouds. I think we're okay. <laughs> it might rain. 50-50. It's 50-50. Yeah. Anyway, so the first tornadic supercell developed in the mid-afternoon hours over the uh, western Twin Cities in Minnesota and caused moderate damage in the Minneapolis area. Shortly thereafter, an intense tornado crept towards Harmony, Minnesota, prompting the National Weather Service to issue the first tornado emergency of the outbreak. Okay? So, okay. in other words, like, shit's starting to get fucking crazy here. <clears throat> yeah, right? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Late that afternoon, a large, intense EF5 multiple vortex tornado left catastrophic destruction in Joplin, Missouri. Yeah, buddy. This is the tornado that we're actually looking into for this episode because of everything that's involved with it. After the Joplin tornado, there would be many more throughout the next few days. And in fact, the cell would spawn a total of 241 additional fucking tornadoes. In five days. In five days. Yeah. That's more than a couple, Moody. That is. <laughs> that would it be is. like. That is more than a that's couple. That's like a handful, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, would you would you call that a uh, plethora, Hefe? See, si. see, si. it is a plethora. What is a plethora, Hefe? A lot. <laughs> it's from freaking Three Amigos, man. Everyone's losing the no, shit. Today. I know. I haven't seen it. I know what it's from. I don't remember what. I don't. I don't. Because do you know what a plethora is, Hefe? <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, but you do, and you you're so smart. Anyway, sorry. It's been a long time. Yeah. So out of those 241, only two of those fucking things reached a EF5 status. The Joplin tornado and one dubbed El Reno. El Reno is actually the more violent of the two, if you can believe that shit. Yeah. But luckily, it landed in a rural area, and there were considerably less fatalities. So that's 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 good. That's Yeah, that's the brutal one. Yeah. But God. Now, now keep that in mind as we discuss this freaking tornado. Yeah. That the other one was the violent one. Yeah. Or more violent one. If of, if of the, the if that one El Reno would have hit like a, a, a fucking populated area, 
<laughs> yeah. So to give you an idea of the strength of these guys, here is uh, examples of this fucking thing. Um, the this is the El Reno. This one. is the El Reno one. It uh, reached a max velocity of 295 miles per hour. That's a tornado ripping at almost 300 miles per hour. Yeah, I can't even put that into like. Uh, it's, like, I, like I can't compare that to anything. No, that I know it's fucking crazy. It's just, just fucking fast. What's up? Top fuel dragster, like three thirty. You want to try saying that again? Top fuel dragster. Top thrill dragster. Top fuel. What's no, it? he's talking about the actual dragster. Like top fuel dragster. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the. I thought you were talking about the. the no, 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 no. Not like the like Cedar Point. I was like, does no. that go 300 miles an hour? <laughs> I was like, shit. That's the thing. Not Cedar Point. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, not long. Um, please put your seatbelts on because your assholes are gonna come out your eyes. <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds horrible. So anyway, they go what to three something? So it's like in a quarter mile, it's it's about 330 miles an hour at like 3.7 seconds. Jesus Christ. And these are like rocket powered cars right. pretty much. It's not right? rockets. But it's but they're really, they're, they're powerful Dude, vehicles. Dude, yeah, they're like, top fuel. It's like 12,000 okay. What do rockets use, Moody? <laughs> Rocket fuel? <laughs> <laughs> they don't use top fuel, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so as it, uh, it approached and crossed Interstate 40 west of El Reno, it, reaches, it reached its maximum intensity. Three people were killed as two vehicles were tossed more than 1,093 yards from the railroad and obliterated. That's, that's, almost, that's almost 11 football fields of length. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. From, from basically a big thing of wind. Yeah, you're, fucking, and you're in a car, which weighs <clears throat> a ton, probably. Ugh, yeah, not when it lands, though. I mean, it's... Well, it, it's, it's I think it still weighs the same. <laughs> no, I'm just read, saying, like... If you read on, it's gonna, probably, it probably didn't fly in, in one piece very far. So. Yeah. So the victims being found uh, stripped of clothing a quarter mile from the interstate and left unrecognizable. Yeah, they'd have been fine if it was a Ford, though. <laughs> what? What? It's built Ford tough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Riley's back, Moody. <laughs> now you guys know why I'm here and he's not. <laughs> so only pieces of the vehicle's frame um, were reported recovered. A nearby 20,000-pound oil tanker truck that was parked at an oil production site near the interstate was thrown approximately one mile into a wooded gully. Two or 20,000 pounds. It's fucking crazy. And it threw it a mile. Threw it a mile. So that's the kind of destruction this fucking thing's doing. Ooh, several homes were swept uh, some, uh, yeah, completely away along I-40. Trees were completely debarked. And debarked. It took the fucking bark off a of tree. Stripped it right yeah. off. Just, oh, you're not going to move? Well, I'm taking this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, fuck you. Um, and the ground was heavily scour uh, scoured in some areas at the nearby Cactus I-17 oil rig site. A, holy shit, a one... That I can't be right. Oh, no, it is. It's a 1,900,000-pound yeah. oil derrick was blown over and rolled three fucking times. <laughs> That's almost two <clears throat> million, million pounds. pounds. And it fucking... Fuck! <laughs> yeah. Flopped. <laughs> yeah, just... Oh, my God. If an oil derrick falls in the forest and no one there is to hear it, did it fall? It wasn't the forest. Where was it? The it desert? Fucking, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Dude, I saw pictures of the, uh, the ground, like the path. It, it's... It's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's fucking not good. And uh, now, so imagine if that hit a major city. So that thing with this kind of destruction, if that thing would have actually been brought into a major city. Be nothing left. Fucked. fucked. Be nothing left. Absolutely fucked. And that was only a portion of the damage and impact. The El Reno tornado had a 63-mile-long path <laughs> through four counties in Oklahoma, killing nine and injuring 161. 
Well, that tornado was devastating. It just goes to show you how little there is in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but again, though, that's they, um, that's the reason why like, they have so many tornadoes up there because it's just so open. It's open, right. And you need the, the, yeah. the, two, the two forces of uh, the, the air, um, you know, the low pressure, high pressure, and all that Not shit. Cold. And it's got to meet. But it needs a place to meet. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if there's big buildings and shit like that around, yeah. you're not going to have fucking tornado. That's why you don't hear, a tornado came through New York City today. You know what I mean? Which would actually be really fucking cool. Can you, you guys, know? like, put it into terms, like, how 63 miles, like, how far that is? Can you guys, like, say, like, from blank 63 to blank, miles. You know, like, Because, um, like, 60, you hear that number, at least I do, and I go... I can't like rationalize like how far that actually is. It's basically getting your car and drive an hour wherever you get. Okay, from, there you from go. Here. Yeah. I'm serious. On just, a highway. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's yeah. 60 that's miles an hour. That's drive an hour. You have rationalized it to me. It's from here to Cedar Point kind of thing. Like, Pretty much. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We're like halfway to Columbus essentially. Now that's a tornado that went that whole way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So as that one is pretty fucked up and it was pretty devastating, uh, we're looking at the Joplin tornado here, the one that uh, you know saw incredible stories of butterfly people helping to save the lives of the townspeople. The tornado itself could honestly be an entire episode because of yeah. the fucking shit that went on with it. I mean, that thing was just ridiculous. So the Joplin tornado was a powerful and catastrophic EF5 rated multiple vortex tornado that struck Joplin, Missouri, United States on the evening of Sunday, May 22nd, 2011. The tornado initially touched down just east of the Missouri-Kansas state line near the end of 32nd Street at 5.34 p.m. and tracked due east, downing a few trees at EF0 intensity. So yeah. it's, it was a baby. Yeah. It wasn't doing shit. They were like, oh, oh look at those tornado. Oh, it's fine. It's like the oh, really? We're mad yeah. at Ryan. Look at it. At that it. point, oh. I wonder if you even really see it as a tornado. No, what do you they call I mean? those like, things? Uh, it's like, just like, well, a, like a dust devil, yeah, right? Yeah, what they call I wonder it? if it's something like that. Like, I mean, I wouldn't mess with the EF zeros. I think it's still like upwards of almost 100 miles an hour winds. So it's not. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Bad. I'm gonna look it up. All right, you do it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it anyway. So eyewitnesses and storm chasers reported multiple vort- vortices, and I had to look that word up too because I thought it was incorrect. I believe it's vortices. Vortices, yes. which or vortexes is also applicable in that terminology. But I actually like the vortices. Yeah, so EF zero is up to eighty five miles an hour, which is still pretty quick. I mean, <laughs> ever been to Chicago? <laughs> yeah, right. That's the fucking windy city for sure. So it's I not w- even fun fact. That's not even the windiest city in America. No, what no. is? I don't fucking know. I know that's not there. <laughs> Thanks, Moody. <laughs> I know. Hey, look. I never said that. I had all the answers. I have some of them. I have incomplete answers. <laughs> valid. Valid. So eyewitnesses and storm chasers reported multiple vortices rotating around the, uh, the parent circulation in that area. Civil defense sirens sounded in Joplin 20 minutes before the tornado struck in response to a tornado warning issued by the National Weather Service at 517 all right, uh, for northwestern Newton and southwestern Jasper counties in Missouri and southeastern portions of Cherokee County, Kansas. But many Joplin residents did not heed the yeah, warning. They were just like, eh, fuck it. Well, they probably get we them all the fucking all the exactly. Time, it's like, like ah, another one, Jesus. Yeah. It's like us when we hear snows coming. We're just like, yeah, all right. yeah sure it is. It's yeah. gonna be a bad one. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And then you can't get out of your house the next day. Yeah, fifty percent chance. <laughs> Excuse me. So the uh, tornado strengthened to an EF one intensity as it continued through rural areas. Area. That there's a different way to say it, Moody. Did you hear that? <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, so as it went through rural areas towards Joplin, snapping trees and power poles and damaging outbuildings. 
widening the tornado then tracked into the more densely populated southwest corner of the city near the Twin Hills Country Club. It heavily oh, damaged several homes. Twin Hills Country Club. Right. We've been there, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Duh. <laughs> Who hasn't? Right. <laughs> so it heavily damaged several homes at a subdivision in the area at EF1 to EF2 strength. The tornado continued. Is, is starting to build up some speed yeah, here. Now we're getting somewhere. It continued to strengthen as it ripped through another subdivision just east of Iron Gates Road. Numerous homes were destroyed at EF2 to EF3 strength at that location, and multiple vehicles were tossed around, some of which were thrown on or rolled in, onto homes. Can you imagine, like, you walk outside, you're like, the fuck is my car? And you turn around, it's, like, on your roof. Like, <laughs> yeah. Parked perfectly. Hell? Or worse, it's in your neighbor's front yard, like, in his freaking, like, living room. <laughs> Sorry, Bill! Oh, I, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the EF3 um, caps out at 165 <sighs> miles per hour. Which is yeah, that's pretty wild. Pretty quick. Quick, that's that's pretty wild. So I've as been, I, s- I have been in winds like I've been through probably eight hurricanes in my life. Mm. I've I know that that's fucking <laughs> that's fast. We go like when, when you down in um, Louisiana, right? New Florida Orleans. and Louisiana. Florida I've been Louisiana. through. Yeah. What is, what are, like, what are those crazy. average hurricanes like hit about for speed? Yeah, it depends. I've we had a couple like we had a couple that were like huge like size wise but they would only be like 80 miles an hour max which is like a the low end hurricane and then when i was in florida we had one that came through right over where i was living that was like 150 it was real small and like tight but it was fucking real fast fucking blew out all the windows wait it was fucking real fast wait it was was small tight and fucking real fast can you give me this hurricane's (laughs) number by any chance (laughs) all right but dude like the uh the amount of pressure like difference that that caused like all the cars in my the parking lot of my apartment building fucking windows blew out of the cars because of the pressure and it ripped like the roofs were gone like it fucked up a lot of stuff and that was like 145 wow 150 something like that Jeez. And so we're only halfway to the Joplin tornado. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, we're still kind of building it up here. And uh, yeah, so the the now massive wedge tornado then crossed South <laughs> Schifferdecker Avenue. <laughs> Probably one of the best names ever for an avenue. <laughs> oh, Schifferdecker. I know him. That son of a bitch owes me money. So uh, producing its first area of EF4 damage uh, as several small but well-built commercial buildings were flattened. Consistent EF4 to EF5 damage was noted east of South Schifferdecker. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why. Um, and continued through most of so- uh, southern Joplin. Numerous homes, businesses, and medical buildings were flattened in this area, with concrete walls collapsed and crushed into the foundations. A large steel-reinforced step and floor structure leading to a completely destroyed medical building was, quote, deflected upward several inches and cracked. It's fucking ridiculous. Just the, the amount of force and power that this, this yeah. thing's just putting out there. Yeah. Damn. Steel trusses for some uh, of the other buildings were rolled up like paper, and deformation twisting of the main support beams was noted. Multiple vehicles were thrown and mangled or wrapped around trees nearby. Yikes. Several, and this is fucked up, several 300-pound concrete parking stops anchored with rebar, so into the fucking ground, yeah. were torn from a parking lot in the area and were thrown up to 60 yards away. An Iowa State University uh, wind engineer, Partha Sarker, was able to calculate the force needed to remove the parking stops and found that the winds exceeded 200 miles per hour at that time. Yeah. So this well, thing hasn't that's even... that's before they cal- calculated it as an EF5. Right, so it's already at like 200 yeah. miles an hour. What was it calculated at at this point, did you say? 200 miles per hour? No, the, the category. EF4. Oh, it's, it's an EF4. It's, it's, on its, it's basically on its way to EF5. So it was like on the border between yeah. 4 and right. 5. Yeah. The high end of an EF4. Yeah, it's fucking 
just ugh. damage became remarkably widespread and catastrophic at around the nearby St. John's Regional Medical Center, which lost many windows, interior walls, ceilings, and part of its roof. Its life flight helicopter was also blown away and destroyed. I mean, that's not funny, but that's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, the helicopter, it flies on its own, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> hilarious. It's, it's, <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> so, uh, five fatalities were caused uh, by loss of backup power. <laughs> And the nine-story building was so damaged that it was deemed structurally compromised and was later torn down. Think about that, though. It's a fucking hospital. You're on fucking, like, you know. Life uh, support. Life support. And you're like, you know, you're like, oh, he's totally going to, you know, he'll, he'll make it. He's going to make it. He's just going to pull it through the night. All of a sudden, the lights. And tunk. the generator goes <laughs> yeah. out. Like, you're not even hearing beep anymore. You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's gone. Yeah, well, it happens. According to the NWS office in Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> Springfield, Missouri. English. There it is. That was me. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? Apparently not. Apparently not. Yeah, not very good at that. So anyway, in Springfield, Missouri, such extreme structural damage to such a large and well-built structure was likely uh, indicative of winds at or exceeding 200 miles per hour. Vehicles in the hospital parking lot were thrown into the air and mangled beyond recognition, including a semi-truck that was tossed 125 (laughs) yards and wrapped completely around a debarked tree. Wind rowing of debris, uh, debris was noted in the area, and additional concrete parking stops were removed from St. John's parking lot as well. Virtually every house near McClellan Boulevard, Boulevard and 26th Street was uh, completely flattened. That's fucked up. Dude, okay, so if you look at the pictures of the path, it's fucking crazy. Cause oh, yeah, it's They show, like, the aerial thing, and it's, like, it's fine, and then you have this just streak, like, going through the town that's just fucking, like, brown because everything's destroyed. And the fucked up thing is, if you look at it, like some of the close-up pictures, you'll see like this path of fucking destruction. Houses destroyed, shit's completely gone, foundations, and then like a couple hundred feet away, houses are perfectly fucking fine. Like no damage, nothing. What do they call that in Twister? They call it the, the finger of God. Yeah, Isn't that God, what about? God is just not happy with you that day. Yeah, like, like and that's what it looks like yeah, too from the aerial view. Somebody just fucking dragged their yeah. finger through dirt. Man. Just like yeah. fuck you in particular. It's, yeah. crazy, it's crazy, man. You did nothing, but pictures, I don't care. The pictures are fucking crazy. But can we talk about the tree that withstood a semi truck being wrapped around it? Got some strong trees yeah. out there, in parts. They sure do. Absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, some of these houses were also swept completely away, and uh, tree tre- uh, tree <laughs> trees sustained severe debarking. So, it, what's crazy too is that you're not hearing a lot about uh, trees being like destroyed. No, they just you're go just right by them and it rips the fucking it's bark. Like off. having a sandblaster just yeah. boom, taking the fucking shit off of it. Damn. But now, if it's gonna debark a tree, imagine what it would do to you if you're standing in it. Debark your ass for sure. Yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, you'd be gone. Yeah, you like the Wicked Witch of the West. Well, they said in that other one that the people that were in those cars got thrown out of their cars and they were fucking clothes were gone. It ripped their clothes off, you know? Fucking rapey tornadoes. Yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> Bill Cosby tornado out here. I, don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> oh. But if the sleep took their clothes off, that's, that's fucked up, named, dude. That's why they named it Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. So as the tornado tracked eastward, it maintained EF5 strength as it crossed Main Street between 20th and 26th Street. Oh, not Main Street. Right down Main Street. Fuck. Down on Main Street. I hate that song. I know, me too. It heavily damaged every business along that, uh, that stretch, and several institutional buildings were virtually destroyed. It tracked just south of downtown, narrowly missing it. Entire neighborhoods were leveled in this area, and some uh, more homes were actually swept away and trees, again, stripped of their bark. At some residences, reinforced concrete porches were deformed or, in some cases, completely torn away. Damaged driveways was noted at some residences as well. 
Numerous vehicles were tossed up to several blocks away uh, from the residences where they originated, and a few homeowners never located their vehicles again. Can you imagine that shit? You're just like, motherfucker, where's my... I can't even see... (laughs) Like, then two days later, you're, like, driving down, like, a couple streets away. You're like, car! You're like, oh! Wait, how are you driving? He has another car, Riley. Oh, he's got another car. His car was underground. You have multiple cars. Like, you see your neighbor, like, a week later, and he's like, dude, your car's in my pool. Yeah. (laughs) You want to come get this? (laughs) Now, I wonder when a tornado like this goes by, does it... You think it sucks, like, water out of pools and stuff? Will it suck it up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You think it would actually do that? I'm sure. They could suck your house off its foundation. I'm sure some water in a pool is so not a problem. You, if it could suck you off, what? No. No? No? Ryan? What? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, <laughs> a large we bring church. you the hard-hitting yeah. opinions here. <laughs> Breaking news from Ryan. What? What? <laughs> So a large church, uh, Greenbrier Nursing Home, Franklin uh, Technology Center, St. Mary's uh, Catholic Church and School, and Joplin High School were all destroyed along this corridor. The Greenbrier Nursing... high school. I'm sure they were upset. I can't go to biology anymore. (sighs) The Greenbrier Nursing Home was also completely leveled with 21 fatalities occurring there alone. Is the tornado yeah. cross Connecticut Come Avenue? On. They're on borrowed time, anyways. <laughs> oh my God! Wow! You can send all hate mail to Moody at the Midnight Train Podcast. If you're in a nursing room right now and listen to this, why? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just saying. I mean, if you're gonna lose a large group of people, they've lived their lives. Well, did you ever hear about more Oklahoma? The tornado that went through there. I've heard about less Oklahoma. <laughs> I almost spit my beer out of this. It was so bad. It was a dad joke. But I think, I think, I think, I think more so that I didn't say it first. I think that was the problem with that. We're both dads. Yeah. You're a grandpa though. You should be even better. I know I should be on point with those. You old fuck. I know. I am old. That's all right. You know what they say? The older the bear, the sweeter the juice. That's not a good They said the older the bear? (laughs) (laughs) The older the bear, the sweeter the poop. Didn't you hear about that one? Must be a West Virginia thing. <laughs> no, for I sure. Wasn't there for. So as the tornado crossed Connecticut Avenue further to the east, it destroyed several large apartment buildings, a Dillon's grocery store, and a bank. Only the concrete vault remained at the bank. <laughs> so just the vault. Hey, it fucking did its job, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I bet you the people whose money was in there are happy as fuck. Yeah, absolutely. And a wooden, house is gone. The vault's there. Fuck yes. <laughs> a wooden two-by-four was oh. found speared completely through a concrete curb at one location as well. So think about that. Think about the force needed to take. It's like driving a nail, a wooden nail, through concrete. You never done that before. <laughs> Do it all the time. You know. Yeah, man. You know that's part of my training. You know, that's what I do. I just didn't want to make you guys feel that's bad. Fine. I get it. I, I didn't want to make you guys feel it. bad. You know? I feel. I feel bad. I do it with my uh, my tongue. Actually, that's what I do. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. What? So never mind. <laughs> so no one was in the high school at the time, so that's a good thing. And the high school graduation ceremonies held about three miles to the north at Missouri State uh, Southern State University had concluded shortly before the storm. Oh. Yeah, so they just missed it, which is fucked. Pieces of cardboard were found embedded sideways into stucco walls that remained standing up at Joplin, Wait, uh, Joplin High School. Of cardboard, cardboard into stucco into stucco. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So this shit's just freaking like, you know what I mean? It's basically like it's it's shooting like a bullet would. You know so, what I mean? Yeah. Well, so when I was in Florida, <clears throat> the one hurricane we were uh, it came through, 
my buddy was standing outside, and they tell you, like, don't, don't fucking, obviously don't stand outside in a hurricane. But we're idiots, so we were. <clears throat> and I was on, like, my building was on this side, and he was on the other side of the parking lot. And I was watching me. We were both standing. Like, I was on the third floor, so I was looking down. He was on the first floor. A fucking, uh, like, a chunk of a stop sign flew by his head and fucking embedded into his door. And it's like a It's like a metal door, too. And he was just like, I saw him. He fucking, like, he looked at it. He looked up at me, and he just fucking went inside. <laughs> you probably got to change his oh underwear. Like, yeah. Oh, boy. He probably, Dude, missed, oh. him, missed him by, like, a foot. Oh, my God. By his head. That's so, horrible. But cardboard into stucco is yeah, that's, impressive. That's rough, yeah. So steel beams and pieces of fencing were deeply embedded into the ground in uh, infields near the high school as well. Steel fence posts were bent to the ground in opposite directions, and a school bus was thrown into a nearby bus garage. <laughs> Fuck this bus! <laughs> Bink! Just a shitty parking job. <laughs> <laughs> bus driver got all drunk the night before. Oh, shit! No, I swear to God, I didn't do that. This is a tornado. This is a tornado did that one. I swear to God. We have you on video. Yeah. No. no. Tapes, tapes were destroyed. Yeah, it's cool. you, you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so the tornado then approached Range Line Road, uh, the main commercial strip in the eastern part of Joplin, affecting um, additional neighborhoods along 20th Street. Okay, the now heavily rain-wrapped tornado continued at EF5 intensity as it crossed Range uh, Line Road. In that corridor between 13th and 32nd Streets, the tornado continued producing catastrophic damage as it was at its widest point, being nearly yeah. one yeah. fucking <laughs> mile wide. A mile wide wide just as like reference yeah like olympic runners take like five to six minutes to run a mile so yeah. like a mile is a, not nothing it's not something to scoff no, it's a long run, difference they're, they're like four something still can you that's i olympic. ran a mile in five and a half when i was in high school okay well you're superhuman no i'm not <laughs> not at all but still i'm just saying like <laughs> i'm just saying five minutes yeah. to run anywhere is just, <laughs> yeah. a mile is it take me like 20 now if I made it. <laughs> but in stroke out. <laughs> so in the, um, uh, let's see, yeah, it was, uh, let's see, the tornado hit the Pizza Hut at 1901 South Fuck. Range Line. I know. <laughs> and store manager Christopher Lucas herded four employees and 15 customers into a walk-in freezer. That's the place to be right yeah. there. Oh, I don't know about the freezer. With difficulty closing the door, he wrapped a bungee cable holding the door shut around <laughs> his arm until he was sucked out and killed by the tornado. <laughs> That sucks, but dude, what a hero. That's fucking dedication to yeah. your job right there. No, that's dedication to the people around you. Nah, he didn't yeah. care about them. <laughs> He's like, I can't lose this inventory. It's <laughs> exactly It's all the frozen dough, man. Let so it go. Wait, he was trying to keep the door shut I guess by wrapping F5 a bungee cord around his arm. Yep. And it finally just ripped the door open and sucked his ass out. Now imagine yep. you're behind him, right? <laughs> And you just see that shit. You're never, you're never going to be the same person again. <laughs> so I guess we figured out who can actually out Pizza the Hut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very AF, good. Very good. Yeah, we're, 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 where's the applause? Oh, yeah, there you go. That's for Logan. That was a good one. Very good. <laughs> and who could do that? Fucking God. Okay. <laughs> Only God yeah. can out. God did that. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, he was killed. The tornado completely destroyed uh, Walmart. Oh, god damn it! Damn. Now that there's a travesty. <sighs> and I don't know if I use that word correctly. Traversy. Is that correct? No, you're missing some letters in there. <laughs> Traversy? You, you added a letter now. Tra tra trapeze. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's the right word. 
<laughs> so it, uh, it, it, it this is Super Center number fifty nine. By the way, oh, that was my favorite one. I know it was the best one. That's too. legendary. Yeah, sixty sucked. Yeah, fifty eight. Yeah, garbage. So it also destroyed. <laughs> it destroyed a Home Depot and a uh, numerous other businesses and restaurants in the area, many of which were flattened. The Home Depot's gone. They can't rebuild the house now. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Honey, our house is gone. That's all right. I'll just go down to the home. Fuck. <laughs> Numerous metal roof trusses were torn uh, from the Home Depot building and were found broken and mangled in nearby fields. Cars that originated at the Home Depot parking lot were found hundreds of yards away. Asphalt. Okay, was scoured. <laughs> Asphalt was scoured from parking lots at Walmart in a nearby pizza restaurant, and large tractor trailers were thrown up to 200 yards away. Is there any word on that pizza restaurant's manager? <laughs> I don't have the information in front of me. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, man. An Academy Sports, an outdoor store along range oh, line. Academy's the shit. If you've never been to an Academy, I haven't. Awesome. Is it like a, uh, what's the big one we have here? Dicks? No, um, it's like dicks. No, it's better the, than the, dicks. The big one that we have—it's not quite like it's not as big as like a Bass Pro Shops or something. Cabela's. Or, uh, Cabela's. That's the one. I was yeah, thinking it's not of. like that big, but okay. it's it's like a better dicks. <laughs> I could go. We all could use some. That's what I'm saying. Those. Someone needs a better dicks. We're a bunch of five-year-old children here, folks. That's 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 all right. Well, they're close. Yeah, close than you. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that's well, all right. We're closer yeah. to death than you. Now what? Yeah, jokes on you. You gotta live longer. Yeah, that's right. You gotta live in this shit show. That's right. So uh, this place sustained uh, major structural damage, and a chair was found impaled legs first through an exterior stucco wall at the location. <laughs> A nearby three-story apartment complex was also devastated, and two cell phone towers were found collapsed onto the remains of the apartments. Numerous cars were thrown and piled on top of each other. 100-pound manhole covers were removed from roads and thrown. <laughs> Ground scouring occurred, and a Pepsi distribution plant was completely leveled in this area. So all kinds of shit's going on. Walmart's gone. Home Depot's gone. The Pepsi place is gone. The God man- damn it, I'm moving. The That's manager it. of Pizza Hut got sucked out the fucking freezer. <laughs> this is the the other pizza place is gone. Yeah. Fuck it's fucked. Me, it's a rough day. Why? Don't even rebuild. Just move on. Yeah, you might as well just. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So additional calculations of the manhole covers in Joplin by Parka Sarki, the lady we talked about earlier, revealed that winds had to have exceeded, again, 200 miles an hour for the manhole covers to be removed. And then many fatalities occurred in this area and damage was rated again as a EF-5. So now, continuing on this damn thing, extreme damage continued in the area of Dequal. What is that word? Dequesson? Dequesson? I believe it's Duquesne. Is it D-U-Q-U-E-S-N-E? That's Duquesne. Nope, it's Dequesson. Dequesson. I I love their dinners, man. Their frozen meals. (laughs) (laughs) The Queen's Road. In Southeast Joplin, many houses and industrial and commercial buildings were flattened in this area as well. The industrial park near the corner of 20th and uh, <laughs> Dick de Quetzine was especially hit hard. De <laughs> with nearly every building flattened. So this thing's just fucking just... It's fucking everything It's up. just fucking the whole fucking shit up. Like, ick. So one of the uh, many warehouses affected was a Cummins warehouse, a concrete block and steel building that was destroyed. The last area of EF5 damage occurred in the industrial park and a nearby fast grip gas station and convenience store was completely destroyed. Many homes were destroyed further to the east of uh, for EF3 and EF4 strength to a nearby subdivision. So it's starting to slow down now, yeah. but it's still fucking shit up. So this thing just came luckily, in. Luckily, luckily it was at its peak when it went through the most populated area. 
Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a good thing it was at its strongest yeah. as no, it's one, going through it's, where it's, the population actually existed. Yeah, because that's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so the tornado lifted, uh, let's see, east of Diamond at 612. Um, so that's when it stopped, according to aerial surveys. The tornado's total track length was 22.1 miles long. That's a long fucking way for a tornado to just be ripping shit up. Yeah, the other one was 60. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So overall, 6,954 homes were destroyed. 359 Ooh. homes had major damage, and 516 had minor damage. 150, uh, 158 people were killed, and 1,150 others were injured along the path. A separate EF2 tornado touched down near Wentworth from the same supercell about 25 miles east of southeast Joplin. People probably heard that. They're like, God damn it. <laughs> okay. Really? So everyone's like, why are we talk about the tornado? Well, that's the story of the fucking tornado that, that caused that, what we're talking about. That uh, Basically, I wanted to go through all that just so you guys got an idea of the kind of crazy shit that was happening and the devastation that was going on. 100% devastation. Like, that's what people were living through. By the way, um, did you guys ever, I don't know if this is in the notes, but did you hear about the uh, people that were in the gas station? So Riley brought up a, uh, a video, a first-person video, of um, people in a gas station during this thing. So yeah. just to, again, we're trying to like lay down the entire, um, like as, as devastating as this thing was. Just want you to know what people were going through at the time. Right, too. so you guys, um, this is kind of intense. So yeah, take, uh, take a listen. Hey, where do you want me to put everybody? Probably ten or twelve. Is that There's probably eighteen or nineteen. Your chin is getting real. I have. Yeah, they said there was one. They said there was one on the ground at Seventh and Range Yeah, but that's the one coming towards us. We're on twenty of them. Yeah. No, they haven't yet. The sirens aren't going. But yeah, they did. What? Yeah, they Dude. did. That's as they we were coming here. This is getting real. Somebody's door. Someone in. Yeah, I know. I know. Can we go in the cooler? 
Less weight on him, though. So yeah, that's uh, pretty fucking intense. Yeah, that's <laughs> so that's the, crazy. The man. good news about that is, is that they all survived. Yeah, and right it was I mean? like a, it was like a cast of a movie. There was children, old, yeah, old lady, yeah. there was like adult guys, adult women. Everybody you could ask for was in there. Ryan wasn't there. The, the Asian population wasn't represented. Yeah. Do you think yeah. anybody was asking for him, though? Maybe. They might have been like, do you guys see a little Asian dude running around? <laughs> that doesn't not, look Asian? Not even 100% Asian. <laughs> doesn't half matter. White. Doesn't like, matter. Yeah, but the better half is Asian. So. Wait, no, no, no. You, you said you're 25%, right? I'm 25% Asian. And what's, what's the other 25%? Italian. That's, is that not white? 
Is Italian not white? Ish. I think it, I think it depends on what part of Italy. What part of Italy? I don't know. They're more tan than white. <laughs> not him. Olive. They're olive. Hey, what's the capital of Italy? Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Anyway, so that is, that's what <laughs> that's, they were going through. Yeah, they were going through something absolutely that I've never gone through in my life. And I, I would say that probably everyone at this table and everyone listening right now, if you have gone through something like this, please send us an email or, or, or drop us on social media and let us know yeah. that you went through this even, because even, this is fucked. Even the hurricanes going through, I mean, they didn't, you get a little bit of that, but it's, it's none, none of the ones that I went through was that Crazy, yeah, that's man. fucking. Insane. But the good thing about this is, a those people survived, and something more came from this entire event. Yeah, and well, that's what we're talking about. Real quick, I just I just want to point out how incredible it is to to hear like it's like a case study of all these different people in their their perceived what they thought was going to be their last moments, like how they reacted. One lady's praying to God, the other guys are saying they love everybody, and then you got the little kids crying. Like you got these two jackasses drinking in the back cooler. Fucking what I, I came here dude. to punch you in the mouth, Bill, but this damn tornado's changed my mind. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy yeah. to think like like you don't know how you're gonna react. No, to it makes you, you could think like oh I'll be calm, cool, and collected, but man, you never know until you're there. You know, right? When that F five comes over. Yep. Oh boy! So in the aftermath of this devastating event, tales began to emerge of a strange or strange beings described as butterfly people yeah, appearing to boy. help protect the citizens of Joplin. And this is why we're talking about this shit. And that's why we wanted to get you guys hyped up on that so you can hear how fucking crazy this was. And the state of mind that these people must have been in. Right. So what were they? Was it mass hysteria? Maybe. Was it a cooking mechanism for the many children affected by this? Cooking? Yes. Is that's that me? Is that my fault? That is exactly what it says, and I left it in there specifically. <laughs> it hey, says, look, I mean, was it a kids cooking? Kids learn how to cook. So when I read that originally, and for oh, for new listeners out there, if you don't know, Moody does pretty much all of the research, and then I have to go through and correct all the misspellings and the grammar and shit like that, and it's really funny. Um, sometimes I just have to leave it in there. So I'm going to say that that was supposed to be coping mechanism. It was uh, coping, yes. yes. <laughs> so I, uh, Here's that George Foreman, motherfucker. Shut up. I didn't find any good recipes. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so if they were real, where did these things come from? Were they extra- extraterrestrial? Were they interdimensional? Well, let's look at some of the stories here and some of the theories. So we'll start with some of the stories from the people that were actually there. One woman arriving home with her children ran inside her home with uh, great, great hurry. She was in a... I bet, in a fucking hurry. Sure she was. So together they sheltered inside a small closet, and the family started praying when suddenly the full force of the F5 tornado ripped their home to shreds. Inside the fury of wind and hail, the family thought it was the end, obviously. The winds were so fierce, even the daughter's glasses shattered as the roof was ripped up off above them. So, like, as she was wearing them, they fucking... It's because, you, like I said, you get that pressure difference. Pressure, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty fucking horrible. Um, then, strangely, the sun saw something in the sky. Amidst the pain and anguish, there was something above them, amongst the winds. A white woman with wings hovering over them as if she was protecting them from harm or whatever was going on. Had madness set in? Was it a religious vision? Well, the son described what he saw as a butterfly woman who stayed protecting the family from harm. Uh, Moreover, the rest of the family also saw the vision. As the tornado passed by, the family were left unharmed. In fact, the closet was the only thing left without damage. The entire rest of the house, everything, was destroyed. Yet the humble closet, with no additional protection to the rest of the house, survived. All this served to reinforce the belief for the family that an angel had protected them on that day. 
Medical aid soon arrived, and the search began for the injured and the trapped. Rumors began to circulate amongst the crowds. One nurse, looking rather confused, told the family she saw an angel, and when pressed, she described the exact same vision the family had seen, down to the very last detail. The nurse said the butterfly woman was larger than the average human, with wings. She wasn't sure what to make of what she saw, but she didn't fear it. She said she saw it whilst tending to a man who had been impaled on a wooden stake. Yikes. She knew he was dying, and then she saw it. Something standing nearby, as if it was comforting the man. If this was a religious vision of the dying, then why did the nurse see it? And it wasn't the only one. Rather than some strange being protecting the town, the nurse said that she saw many, not a butterfly woman, butterfly people. So this isn't just like one little thing happening. This is like multiple. Over the following weeks, counselors spoke to dozens and dozens of traumatized children across the town, none of whom knew each other, and every single one of them spoke of the butterfly people and how they saved them on that day. And time and time again, the descriptions matched. Joplin was no longer just the scene of a tragedy. No longer just a war zone steeped in loss uh, and billions of dollars worth of damage, it was now also home to something strange, something completely unexplainable. Lage Gribsby, which is an amazing name, by the way. Yeah. My name's Lage Gribsby. What do you do? It don't fucking matter. (laughs) With that name, it doesn't. So he was believed to be near death when he arrived at Freeman Hospital uh, West after being pulled from debris in the May 22nd tornado. In fact, he was actually taken to the hospital's fucking morgue that's how dead they thought this guy was. Mason Lard would have died, her surgeon said, if a metal rod driven through her body would have shifted an inch in either direction. Despite critical injuries suffered when their grandparents' truck was thrown more than 300 feet across the Home Depot parking lot, the two cousins say they don't think that, um, that often about the EF5 Twister. So I don't know if the description of her injury is in here, but it was essentially like a metal rod, and it like came in, from what I could tell, it came in like through her shoulder... And went like down through her body, out her back, and like into the seat. Like she was straight up fucking impaled on this thing. And they basically said if it would have gone an inch one way, it would have severed her spine. If it was an inch the other way, it would have like, I don't know if it was her liver or something else. Her heart maybe? No, it was like her liver, something like that, like your liver or something. She would have died either way. Mm. But they said it, it like literally an inch either way, she was fucking dead. Well, when talking about this, Mason actually says, quote, you kind of forget about it unless you look at the scars. Yikes. That is some Southern shit right there. Yeah. Though, you know, <laughs> like, man, I don't know, man, man, not that bad, man. So here's uh, where, like boom there, where it gets so. kind of uh, weird here. On the night of the tornado, Mason was rushed to surgery, but Lage had been black tagged. That's the gentleman we said before. They that literally they took, put a fucking tag. They on put a toe tag on him, meaning he was, the they thought he was dying or dead. So the same night, Freeman Hospital West ER nurse Tracy Dye arrived at the hospital after she heard the tornado had hit St. John's Medical or Regional Medical Center. She had considered not going to work because she was watching the storm develop and didn't want to leave her sons. Well, when Dye arrived at the hospital, she was sent down to the morgue. Walking through, she touched Lage's arm, and, uh, you know, as he's laying on a gurney because they thought he was dead, she touched his arm, and he let out a scream. <laughs> she probably shit her pants. <laughs> Quote, he let out a scream. (laughs) I ran and got a doctor and we got him out of there, she said. Die stayed with him until surgery, which lasted six hours. For him, those actions were life-saving. Lage reminded the nurse on Wednesday and says, quote, I owe you my life, he said. So think about that. How fucking weird. Her last name is Die as well. Yeah, it's D-Y-E. Oh. Yeah. 
So Sharon, like <laughs> creepy. Sharon Lillard calls Die quote our angel, adding quote I was at the hospital the other day and dropped a, a little gift off for her. According to Mason's account of the storm, Die was not the only <clears throat> angel on duty that night. She saw them just before the storm hit. Mason said, and after she felt a touch on her shoulder, quote I thought it was La- Lage, the um, the gentleman who they thought were dead. But when I turned, I saw two angels in robes, one with brown hair and one with blonde hair, she said. Quote, it was kind of calming. I knew God was with us and that he'd take us to be with him or leave us to do something great. So she's seeing angels as well in the hospital with this shit going on. And something's... Uh, nah. No, that was that was when they were out still. That was before they were in the hospital. Oh, okay. So else, when they were in the truck or whatever it was. Oh, because oh, she said she saw him before. Yeah, okay, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Elsewhere, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch recounted another story of mother and daughter. When the storm hit, the mother holding her little child ran for shelter. The force of the winds knocked him to the ground. And this is fucking cool. It's crazy. Terrifyingly, the mother looked back to see a car picked up by the tornado and flung right in their direction. She couldn't escape. She didn't have the time. So she curled up and cradled her daughter, hoping to protect her from the impact of the car that was literally right above them. But it didn't hit. She had closed her eyes, but her daughter didn't. When the seconds passed by that turned into minutes, she opened her eyes and the car was nowhere to be seen. What happened? She asked her daughter. Didn't you see the butterfly people, Mommy? Her daughter was sure the butterfly people were carrying humans through the sky. Quote, they were beautiful, the little girl said, smiling. How fucking crazy is that? Yeah, I'd have been like, okay. And not even joking, like goosebumps for the second time. I got them for the first time when I was reading through this. It's fucking just so wild. She basically described it as like there was just hundreds of these butterfly people like carrying people up to the sky. Right. Like, were they like? Like taking them like away, or were they saving them? Like what? Because it, it doesn't say. Because there just was said, hundreds of them. She just said that there was they were everywhere and they were taking people up. To so the, here's up a little the theory sky. that I just came up with. What if these were people that had passed and they were taking their you know souls or whatever? That's what up. that's what they're that's what like the that's what people are saying. It's like it's like they're taking the souls to heaven or whatever. Yeah, but like the girl was supposed to die but didn't, so she got to see it all or you know something. That's like a movie right there. Yeah. in itself. Like uh, Fox, if you're listening to this, <laughs> hit me up. And we got it first. We got it first right here, folks. Get, get Kirk Cameron on the phone. Yeah. Oh, no. That dude's such a wackadoodle. Anyway, the stories were mounting up. A grandfather and two young boys trapped outside during the tornado. Uh, the grandfather lost his shoes as the tornado <laughs> passed over them. When the two young boys looked up, they saw the butterfly people watching Dang over them. It. That was my best pair of loafers. <laughs> it's the only pair of loafers. I had them damn things since I was 22 years old. So over the weeks, more and more people came <laughs> forward from all over the town all reporting the same thing. People with wings, always described as butterflies, and most of the time the reports were coming from children. One little girl with her mother said she wasn't afraid because the butterfly people were with them. Another four-year-old boy said two butterfly people held his father's car to stop it being taken away. And yet another little boy who was picked up by the winds and flung some six miles Dude, through the air. I've heard, I read that story in a couple spots. That's fucking incredible. He told rescuers that angels caught him and sat him down safely on the ground. Wait, read they that found, one more time. They f- Okay, so here's the story. <laughs> this kid was found in a field six miles away from where the tornado was. Six miles is nothing to scoff at. No, that's, that's a long way. Six miles away in a field, and a cop found him and asked him, like, like what are you doing out here? And he's like, the, the butterfly people brought me here. Like, that's what he told now, the cop. I wonder what the cop said. <laughs> he's like... I would just turn around and walked away and <laughs> be like, all right. Well, then. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we didn't meet, right? Uh, you got your own ride back? <laughs> you right. never saw me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my name is not here, all right? That's... <laughs> 
So these are all just kids that are seeing these visions. So this for the, the for the most part, for the most part, so and there was really there reflects. were some adults, some this adults that they saw too. Though, yeah. on the innocence of the children, though. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. We'll definitely Absolutely. get to that. I'm glad you touched on that, but we will definitely get to that. So the local hospital was inundated with the injured, and soon every ward, every room, every nurse, every patient were filled with stories of these butterfly people, angels protecting them during the worst of the storm. And not just there, but in the lines waiting for donated food. All anyone was talking about were the butterfly people. It was everywhere. It was one of the worst tornado strikes in living memory. For the months that followed, people gathered all over town and told their stories. Stories of how they survived and stories of those they lost. And above all, stories of, you guessed it, the butterfly people. So this sounds incredible, but this isn't the first instance of this sort of thing happening. If we take a look at the 1978 Freiburg mine disaster. Oh, uh, yes. The Freiburg mine disaster. Yes. Everyone knows about the Freiburg mine disaster. That's why we're taking a look at it. What about you, Ryan? <laughs> what? what? I don't know what it is. <laughs> Dude. What? You don't know the Freiburg mine disaster? Where you been? I'm clueless about a lot of things. Well, I got you, brother. What do they fucking teach in school these days? <laughs> so, Ryan, for you specifically, <laughs> listeners out there, you don't have to listen. I'm just kidding. Yes, for everybody. All the miners, every one of them, saw a man standing in front of the mine at Freiburg, Germany. When the workers approached the man, they discovered huge wings covering his body. They stood in shock for a moment when suddenly the angel let out a series of shrieks described as similar to a train's emergency brakes. The miners fled, and around uh, about an hour later, the mine fucking exploded. Okay? A huge plume of smoke covered Freiburg. For many of the miners, what they saw was an angel warning them of the danger. If they hadn't have fled... Every one of them would have been dead. Yeah. So now, if I do recall, when we first started doing this podcast, we did the Mothman. We'll we'll get to it. And the Freiburg was one of the things we talked about. We'll get to it. Shut your pie hole. (laughs) Sorry that I'm making connections, Moody. Shut your fry hole. Freiburg, fry hole. Get it? See what I did? No. Okay. No, I got it. Okay, good. I got it. The same thing happened in 1986 in Chernobyl. Dozens and dozens of people saw winged creatures, which many described wait, wait, as wait. angels. Do you know what happened I in do. Chernobyl? Yes. Where was Chernobyl, okay. Ryan? Do you know? Europe. <laughs> Good job, I buddy. Mean, I know that. I do He's believe the, the word you're looking for is Russia. That's where it's, it's nah, a place. It's actually the Ukraine. Ukraine. Oh, Those Ukraine. Are Those are friends of mine. It's fine. Same thing. Sergey. Yes. What are you doing here? I don't know. I came in when he said he don't know. I come back. Where were you? Were you outside just listening? Maybe. Don't you have somewhere to be? Not currently. <laughs> I am here with you, Moody. That's where hey, I am. We have to talk about where's this. Where's the vodka? Let's get some vodka. Oh, vodka. Yes, hey. that's good. Let's do this. Okay. Bring John back in. Okay. <laughs> so in Chernobyl, dozens and dozens of people saw winged creatures, which many described as angels, hovering above the land moments before the disaster, leading many to believe these angels were signs that a horrific event was coming. Even as recently as 2001, many people claim to have seen winged creatures around the Twin Towers shortly before the disaster. So what are they? Well, the obvious first choice is, of course, angels. Joplin is at the center of uh, America's religious heartland. I mean, it is. It's deep in the heart. Bible Belt! That's right. And uh, deep in the religious heartland there, people of great faith claim to see an angel before they think they're about to die. It does happen, quite a lot, in fact. Near-death experiences often sound strange to those of us who have never had them. The one hole in this theory is that they didn't see angels. Only a few did, but most people who saw the butterfly people of Joplin described what they saw as the name implies, butterfly people, and not angels. Right. So a lot of them were saying that the wings... Right. This is what people are saying. Well, they must have been angels, but like... 
even the kids at that point, <clears throat> you got to think in that area, they, they know what a fucking angel looks like. They know what a butterfly looks like. Right. Everyone was describing them as like a butterfly's wings, like colorful, like whatever. And when you think of an angel, it's usually what? Like just white wings, right? Yeah. Right. Feathery white mm-hmm. wings. They're saying that their wings were more like colorful, not like translucent, but they... Like the papery kind of like bee yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah. The so butterfly now, wings yeah. do you think anyone saw any bullets with butterfly wings? I fucking hate you. A bullet with a name on it? <laughs> I hate you. All right. So, of course, many were children that saw this. Maybe the simple answer is that children have a better idea of what a butterfly is than an angel. Okay. So, maybe they're not familiar with what the imagery of an angel is, but they sure as hell know what a fucking butterfly is, right? Okay. That's one. This leads into another explanation. The NDEs, or near-death experiences, which we've covered. Yep. Now, since we know you guys are all avid listeners out there, we know that you've already listened to our episode on NDEs. We know Mac listened to it. That's right. Oh, yeah, because we got that asking about that. He was asking about that. Yeah. And um, Mac, hopefully, we'll get something out there for you. We'll find some shit. Yeah, I'm going to start looking into that. So without getting deep into that subject again, basically some are saying that these people were simply experiencing a near-death experience. They were cooking mechanisms. <laughs> they were... Ca- <laughs> <laughs> fucking cooking mechanisms. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, yeah. <laughs> so their brains were helping them cope with the fact they were about to die. But that doesn't explain why they all saw the same thing or why some that were literally about to die ended up being safe. Another interesting theory is that they were interdimensional beings. This is one of my favorite theories, by the way. Of course it is. <laughs> the theory basically states that because of the storm being so massive, the electricity in the atmosphere was ramped up considerably. The energy, baby. This added to all of the energy of the storm somehow managing to rip open a portal or gateway that allowed these beings to pass through. The thought is that the beings, when confronted with the scene before them, came through the portal to help as many people as they could before the portal closed again. So, yeah. There's that interdimensional beings. I, think I mean, it, it was it was above 88 miles per hour. I so. think it's the most solid theory. <laughs> Any, anything's possible. To be quite Back honest with you, in time. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, that's just as plausible as fucking angels. Yeah, I mean, it is 100. percent Fucking angels. I mean, whoa, maybe. Whoa. What do you call that when you? What's the what's the, like the hybrids? Missionary. <laughs> what? Angels, missionary? No. That's a position. Is it? You wouldn't know. I wouldn't. I only know, like, catcher, pitcher. So with all of these stories, (laughs) it's hard to doubt that something strange truly happened. The people of Joplin stand by what they claim to have seen and with great conviction. Stick to my story. That's right. Samson Simpson. (laughs) Samson Simpson. Stick by my story. If I wasn't Jamaican, (laughs) then why would I have this hot... So during the summer, a mural was painted in downtown Joplin. Public meetings were held to gather ideas for the mural and uh, how the city's history and the tornado should be depicted. While they resisted the inclusion of the butterfly people at first, they eventually decided on including butterflies in the mural. Big, colorful butterflies flutter across the scene, while two small angels can be seen too. The mural's artist said the butterflies represented metamorphosis, how the city is being reborn. The mural was titled The Butterfly Effect to represent how the mural could inspire others to do good in this world. It has nothing to do with butterfly people, he said. But everyone wasn't convinced. Bullshit. Come I know, on. Right? Yeah. You so could have painted Ashton anything and you there. just happened to use yeah. butterfly. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what? So you're saying Ashton Kutcher was there? Yes. Ashton Kutcher was actually there. So, quote, even on that well, mural. He went, back, he went back to make sure he wasn't there. Is what really <laughs> oh, happened. my God. Speaking of which, I. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like Pharrell. <laughs> so, I, I've just. <laughs> 
went back and revisited Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2. Yeah. Two, two, two. Deadpool 2, man. I, I sat there and watched Deadpool 2. You don't know this game? So anyway, uh, at the very end of it, I never got that far. I always like stopped after the credits. And spoilers, we're, people. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, first of all, if you guys listen to this show, you guys know we spoil everything. Like, that's and, what we uh, do. if you get mad at it, fuck you. Right, right. Exactly. Right. I mean, spoiler. You fast forward like 60 seconds. Whatever. What is the movie like? Five years old now? Six Correct. Years old? You should have watched it already. Yeah. First of all, because it's yeah. fucking amazing. There you go. I'm pretty sure that... Uh, the Look, if the movie's been out for more than a year, we're allowed to talk about it. Right, and we will. So anyway, at the very end, where Deadpool goes back, because he got Cable to do the, uh, the, the... Yeah. What do you call it? Without his knowledge, he, he took his little time-traveling device. Right. Yeah. He goes back and, like, he kills himself. <laughs> Tries to kill Hitler, but, you know, he's too nice about it. <laughs> and then he kills... He killed... Um, what was his name? Uh, um... um he was Weapon X. Yes. Right? He was the uh, Experiment 11. Yeah. Right. Of the Weapon X thing, which was the supposed Deadpool. to be Deadpool or whatever like that. And it was just hilarious that they're standing here with Hugh Jackman like at the end of that movie or whatever. Yeah. And then you just see, pow. <laughs> but then he just didn't shoot him once. He was like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> it was such an amazing movie. Sorry. If you haven't seen Deadpool 2 or Deadpool 1 or either one of them, just fucking go watch it. Anyway. Sorry. Just fucking fell off there. So anyway, quote, <laughs> even on the mural, one resident said there's uh, butterflies because they've heard of the butterfly people. So butter, uh, butterflies have long held symbolic value. The ancient Greek word psyche. Volume? Va- vo- volume. Is that short for volume? Volume. <laughs> va- value. You want me to say it like that? <laughs> hey, man, what's the value the of special that value. Right you guys go down to that value, Mott? <laughs> True value, hardware. <laughs> What the hell is happening? Where are we at in this just, conversation? Just go down to the bats, right past true value. You know what I mean? Take your cat. It's fine. We fucking around over here. <laughs> so the ancient Greek word psyche refers to both butterflies and the human soul. Butterflies are depicted in Egyptian hieroglyphics. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, author, oh, author? <laughs> my face. I hate my fucking mouth. I do. Author of the, the book. Only one. I know. On Death and Dying, so this is her book, said her study of death was influenced by a visit to former Nazi concentration camp in Poland where she saw images of hundreds of butterflies carved into walls by prisoners. That's pretty fucking wild. Yeah. So what did they see? Could it have been mass hysteria? Interdimensional beings that crossed over during one of the most powerful natural events our world can create. Yes. Why was it mainly children that saw them? Are children just more susceptible to being able to see spirits? Well, we've... All seen the sixth yes. sense, right? We've seen the of sixth sense. They are. Okay. The Bruce Willis movie where the little boy is tormented by the ghost and he and only he can see. Also, Ryan, he's dead. It? Fuck you. <laughs> I have not seen that. Spoiler. <laughs> he's, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Not the kid, but Bruce. Like a 20 year old movie. Yeah. When Bruce Willis dead at the end of Sixth Sense, I jizz in my pants. No? No one? <laughs> <laughs> you guys never seen that Lonely Island thing? You've seen the Lonely Island. Thing. I know who Lonely Island is. I don't know if I've ever seen that. The Jason My Pants song? No, I don't think I've ever seen that. I know that one, but still, it's. Dude, I was counting on you. I know it. I'm not going to give you the credit for it. I'm not going <laughs> to. That was an incredibly specific situation. <laughs> it was very. It was very. So now, not to get not completely. Gonna get not going to get that many times. Not to get even more off the rails here. Ooh. Here are some stories about some creepy kids seeing some creepy shit. Quote, when we were looking at condos to purchase our first place, Claire was just shy of her third birthday. We brought, uh, we brought her with us to all of the showings because we wanted to see how comfortable she was as it would be her home too. When we walked through the door of the place we ultimately bought, the second floor of a 1911 Chicago brick three flat, we all knew immediately that it was the right place. That evening, I asked Claire if she thought that the place would be a good home for her, and her response was yes. 
and the little boy that lives there is really nice too. <laughs> Quote, this took me aback, but I tried to remain calm. I asked her what she meant, and she said there was a little boy in his pajamas that she saw in the dining room. She said he had waved to her. He was about her age, and he was only in the dining room. She knew his name, which I don't remember now, and that he was afraid of water. After she went to bed that night, I looked up ways to clear the energy of the home, how to communicate with a ghost so they don't bother your family, and anything else I could find to make sure at least I could be comfortable living in this otherwise perfect condo. Claire never talked about him again, not even the next day when I asked her to tell my husband. I call bullshit on that story because you fucking remember that kid's name if someone tells you this shit. And this kid was not even three yet? Almost yeah. three? If my kid was like, yeah, there was a little boy and his name was whatever, I fucking remember that name. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, you're definitely going to... I would. So this next one here is a little bit rough. So it, it actually talks about the loss of a child, so I apologize for that in advance, but just giving you guys a warning if you don't want to listen to that, skip ahead a few seconds. Uh, quote my, my son... Or not. My son was around two at the time. We were driving past the cemetery when he said, look, mama, dead people. Yes, darling, I responded. Kids, he continued, matter-of-factly, and sure enough, we were passing by the children's section. Curious, I asked if the kids were happy or sad. Happy, mama, he said. They are running around. Um, they are running around their, with their daddy. All I saw was a man standing alone with his head dropped. It warmed my heart, honestly. Is there a children's section of a cemetery? Is that Old, a real thing? Some of the older ones. Yeah, yeah I'm really? sure they do. I'm wow. sure they have them right next to the pet cemetery. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. No, no. Oh, good <laughs> for you. Well, I don't. <laughs> All right, this next one. Uh, quote, we bought our current house from a man who was married for 40 plus years. His wife passed away a couple of years before we bought the house. One evening while tucking my two and a half year old into the bed, he said, quote, mama, night night to the grandma. While pointing to the hallway between his room and mine. <laughs> what was her room back then? Kind of fucked. All I'm saying is if I'm tucking in my daughter at night and she points to the uh, hallway behind me, I am uh, not staying there very long. Just saying. All you hear is... <laughs> Where's it at, honey? <laughs> Show me where fucking grandma is. Yeah. We're going to have a chat. This next one here, uh, quote, when we moved into our house, Leo was two and a half and was seeing a ghost. He would say ghost and point to the dining room table. One day I mentioned Mr. Mr. Hutchinson to someone while giving a history of the house, and Leo said, Mr. Hutchinson, my ghost friend. We confirmed with a house cleaner, uh, a cleanser, sorry, that someone attached to the home like a grandfather figure was here and attracted to Leo's light and innocence. We have since had our house cleansed, uh, cleansed, <laughs> cleansed <laughs> twice. Wait, so at two and a, at two and a half? This uh, kid's saying, my ghost friend at yeah. two and a half. The, I don't yeah, know. Well, you guys have kids. But recognize the, for that? Yeah. I, guess, I guess it just depends on what they're, you know, introduced to. Because there's a lot of kids shows that have ghosts and stuff in them. <laughs> well, I mean, she clearly talked about the guy as well, too, in the home. So you definitely probably overheard that. Well, not to get off track, but I have a theory. Oh, we're fucking way past that. Yeah, about the, uh, the Mothman and the... Uh, Dude, we're getting there. We'll Shut get the it. fuck up. Hold your horses, man. God, how damn long it. is this episode? Long enough. <laughs> too long. Let's get to the Mothman. This can, isn't a Mothman. You can get to the door if it's too long for you. want the Mothman. Nobody wants the Mothman. Nobody wants dead kids. Bad they things want the happen when you have the Mothman. This next one, my then four-year-old would tell me about a little girl who wanted to play with her. Consummate professional. She apparently wanted to play all hours of the day and night. When I was finally able to sort out what was up with my daughter in the middle of the night, I left this little ghost some toys in an upstairs closet so she could play by herself. She had a stuffed lamb and a stuffed duck, and I used to find them moved most mornings. 
The four-year-old shared a room with her siblings, so I know it wasn't her moving the fucking toys. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. All right, so there you go. I only have one last question to ask. Yeah. Butterflies uh-huh. can often look like what, Riley? Moths, right? Is the answer moths? So could these sightings have Where the been... Where were you on that one, yeah. dude? Way to go, dickhole. 20 minutes too early. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't get the notes, all right? So could these sightings have been the one and only Mothman? If you're not familiar with this or you know, with his or her story, that, we're not sure. Would it be like a herd of Mothmen? Like, what would you call that? <laughs> a murder of Mothmen? <laughs> a mafia. A mafia of Mothmen? A mafia, mafia. of Mothmen. I like that. Wait, That's did you say one. a mafia? Yes. A, a mafia. Mafia. Mothra. Mothra. I like Mothra. Mothra. Well, if you guys are not familiar with that story, you can go all the way the fuck back to episode number five. <laughs> really? It was number five from June 11th, Holy 2019. Yeah. And listen to us run a train on the Mothman. So, Riley, what is your... You ran a train on it? Yeah, that's what we call it. <laughs> what are you fucking new here? What is this? <laughs> Ever listen to an episode, huh, Ryan? Yeah. Jeez. Catch up, Mustard. Sorry. What the fuck? Anyway, Riley, what is your uh, your your little hypothesis? All right, so we got butter- we got butterflies and moths, which are very close together. So here's my idea: what if these? You got one. What if the? What, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Nothing. We're listening to you. Oh, no, you're not. Shut the hell up. So if you're a, if you're a moth, so like Mothman and butterfly. If you're, if you're a moth. So if you're a moth, right? And there's, a, and there's a big okay. old light in the corner. That's my moth. That's Hannibal Lecter. Oh, yes. that, who was that? Was that you? <laughs> it was me. Jesus. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> he was a moth, Moody, I swear to God. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry. So, so butterfly people and moth men, right? So what if, so the, I, one of the theories was that they're from like a dimension that was open because of the tornado, right? Uh, that would be the probably best theory, yes. Okay, all right. So my, so what if the moth man is from the same dimension as the butterfly people, right? And the Mothman is the precursor. He warns people of disasters, and the butterfly people, the butterfly people save. So you're saying it's like a race it's a, of Mothmen? It's, it's, it's a race of butterfly people and Mothmen. They're from a whole other dimension where everyone is... I mean, they could just be one or the other, because moths and butterflies look very similar. True. The, the, the true question is, why are they even helping Maybe us? these idiot kids didn't know what a moth was. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, stupid kids. I don't know. That's a good question, though. Why would you want to help us, though? I wouldn't. I mean, neither would I. And we're human. Perhaps they're selfless beings. Well, would you? Let's say a portal live, opened up right behind you guys a, right now. They're on a plane way past where we're at. Right. Though. So maybe you know. Yeah, but I, I get what you're well, saying. Listen, dude, if a portal opened up behind you right now and you saw a bunch of moth people about to get hit by a tornado, are you gonna jump in there and help them? Fuck I mean, no. I would walk All through right. and just say nope. I was there. Remember that sound I made earlier? I That's what you'd hear, buddy. You shoot, what are you gonna do? Shoot the tornado? No, the portal. No, the portal. I'd be. <laughs> You can't shoot a portal. You can. You may not cause any damage. You, you might kill the butterfly yeah, people on the other side. You're helping the to hide So from not a only is there a tornado, there's also bullets They're coming from the ether. First and foremost, <laughs> if you got the balls to open up a porthole in my house. A porthole? <laughs> what are we in a summary? Now? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Just shut your porthole, man. It's all good. <laughs> man, that's in there one of them portholes, man. That damn portal, I can see all the way outside. <laughs> I'm just saying. But anyway, no, it's very possible, and we may never know. You know what I mean? But however, guess what it is time for? It's an interesting theory, though. It's time for everyone's favorite thing. Hold on. Before we get there, Uh-oh. can I just ask what you think, John? What do I think? What do you think about the butterfly people? <clears throat> All right. So my... It's going to be good. I think that it's complete. Uh, it has to do with near-death experience, obviously. To me, that's what I think. Okay. But so basically thing a that, mass hysteria thing? Right. But to me, what throws it off is that, that if if it's true, and again, I a grain of salt for everything, you know me. Um, if it's true, 
the children, all all of them kids being able to see it or whatever. Yeah. That's the part that throws me off. Because typically, and they, and like you can have ma- there's mass hysteria that's happened all over the world. And they didn't at know times. each other, right? They didn't they know each other. They weren't near each other, right? When it happened, they just walked up to each other like, "Hey, did you guys see the moth or the the butterfly?" Yeah, me too. You know. Well, it wasn't even that. It was like like counselors and shit, like at different places, talking to different kids who hadn't talked to each other, and they're like relaying the same stories, you know. But the real crazy thing is though is like how they describe the actual moth men <laughs> or that the the butterfly people themselves is like how colorful they were, like. I mean, average butterflies yeah. are pretty colorful, but yeah. like a normal kid, I mean. With detail that, and shit like that? that yeah. That, that much yeah. detail? Kind of I don't know. Man, it's definitely an interesting story, and I'm glad we actually kind of went through what? this one just because it's like fucking crazy. What do you guys think, Ryan and Logan? What? What? I think it's, you're near death. You're probably, your mind's going in all different directions. But like you said, the fact that, the fact that, you know, kids from different areas that haven't met each other ever before or saying the same things i mean that's kind of crazy it makes me think like it's not <laughs> ryan is having a serious problem <laughs> with staying on the mic it's hilarious he's like talking to me talk. and so yeah. the mic's in front check. of his face but since it's in front of his check. face yeah check, check. he's moving off of it like to get away yeah, yeah. <laughs> good i'm listening it's just funny i mean i'm I'm trying to. I know. I get discuss it. I get it. This topic. It takes you guys time are to trying to tell me to move. Hey, all right, just leave him alone. <laughs> he keeps moving his damn head. So yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, Logan. Right. What do you think? I think they're pretty. Okay, yeah. and there you have yeah. it. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think. Uh, what do you yeah. think, buddy? You, you know what I think. You think it's the interdimensional? I like the interdimensional slash extraterrestrial theory, but that's just me. So, I got to go with that. I think that's kind of a fun theory. That is probably one of the coolest theories, but at the same time, I still think to myself, why? That's a good question. Why would they? Why would they help? I don't know. Why not? Maybe that's all they got to do. Maybe it's boring as hell in butterfly land. Do we have oil? <clears throat> we do. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, the butterfly people are coming to take our oil? Americans? <laughs> I mean, think about it, though. You got Everyone always talks about, when you talk about, like, when you get into, like, the extra, extraterrestrial and interdimensional talk, like, there are beings that are on, like, diff- way, way higher level than we're at. Right. Right? So that would lend to the whole, they're completely selfless. They see someone struggling and having an issue, and they're like, fuck, we got to help. You but know? Is it the true that they got to help, or <clears> do they see that they're helping their future? Could be. Could be that they're helping. You remember themselves. my uh, my whole thing about what aliens, aliens are, are? Us from the it's future. It's us from yeah. the future. Yeah, it's future us. Know, so who knows? Or man. it's Deadpool coming back to kill himself. I could mean, be. Yeah, it could be. But he's not killing anybody. Either way, man, it's just it's a, it's an interesting. It's very interesting. It's a very niche. Story. I'm surprised that more people don't know about it. Yeah, is what I think is crazy. And, yeah. and this was like in the news, and like this this was actually like something that was documented in the town. Yeah, like, like it's oh, not they, something they that's, celebrated. They yeah. they're all about like they. You talk to, I guess, like news people, like they say, well, you go to talk to them about it down there, like they're like, oh yeah, they're fucking. Yeah, it's legit. They yeah. stand by their shit. Yep. Yep. So it's it's fucking crazy. And it's crazy that you get a whole town of people and there's not like one person that's like, eh, I made it up. <laughs> well, when you get a fuck, I don't know. when you get an F5 tornado that flattens half your town, you're going to be more likely to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Well, Butterfly people live. They're real. Well, what actually happened was is when that tornado came See, through what town, happened there was, was a gas leak. No, it got real high. There was a big meth plant down the street, <laughs> and it went in the air, and I'm pretty sure everyone was high off their ass when they saw them shits. Possible. Including them little children's. Just saying. Children are affected by methamphetamine more than adults. See? It's true. I can't, I can't it attest. Less. Yes. What? Wait, how? Science. Are you? Were you on meth when you were a kid? You weren't? 
I mean, everyone was. <laughs> that was a di- that was a different era. You're. In- all right. It's old school, man. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. It's it's Jack Daniels on the uh, teeth for uh, you know for teething, and then uh, you know meth at night when they don't go to sleep. <laughs> meth to go to sleep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah. Well, what's the <laughs> matter, Riley? You you're you're tired. Here, bump this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go to our everyone's favorite part of the show. It's the movies. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show, the movie review. So in order to keep this episode more uplifting than horrific as we normally do, we've decided to discuss the top movies about kids with powers. Kids with powers. Kids with powers. All right. Well, this so, is news to me because I didn't put this You didn't up. know this one yet. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be 15. It's coming from Screen Ranch just because they're the only ones that actually gave a shit to actually Kids put that together. Kids with powers. Kids with powers. Number 15 from 1975, Escape to Witch Mountain. Ooh. Yeah. Disney was ahead of the game with 1975's Escape to Witch Mountain, which introduced the mysterious... Wait, 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 wait. wait. It's not an actual critique. God damn it. <laughs> I know. I keep fighting. I'm trying to get him. We got to get Prick back in here. God. Because otherwise, he's just going to be just not doing it correctly. Prick. That's Prick. Prick Longbottom. Yeah, yeah, anyway. So uh, <laughs> have you guys seen this movie on uh, 1975's Escape to Witch Mountain? Yeah. All right. Have you seen? They made a remake of it they as well. They did remake it recently. Was it recently? Uh, the Rock. Like five oh, it was with years. The Rock yeah, in it. it yeah. The rock, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that meme comes from all the time where he's like turning back and looking. Because cabs, you know, usually have headrests. That's the whole meme. Yeah. <laughs> there was no headrest in the actual vehicle. <laughs> but you could see his face. You didn't get that. No. It's it's like when you see a movie and then like they're driving in the car or whatever, and then you notice there's no windshield or rearview mirror in it because they took it out because of the reflection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Little shit like that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't like, know that, but anyway. So anyway, if you guys haven't seen that one, uh, this is talking to introduce mysterious siblings Tia and Tony who had psionic powers like premonitions, telepa- telep- <laughs> telepathy, and telekinesis. They got that their telepathy. <laughs> Who's got their telepathy? That <laughs> means she can move shit. And children's got them telepathy. <laughs> and telekinesis that made them targets of an occult-obsessed millionaire. So the film followed Ooh. Tia and Tony as they followed a map to Witch Mountain hoping to uncover the secrets of their mysterious origins. The film launched... Um, the film and TV sequels, a TV remake, and a big budget reimagining starring dun, 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 Dakota Fanning and Dwayne The Rock Johnson called Race to Witch Mountain is what that was called. Race to Witch Mountain. In 2009. Why they got to bring race into everything? I don't know. Number 14. We've got Sky High from 2005. Is that the one with Method Man and Red Man? That's how high. Which would be amazing if that was in here. But it's not. Um, you know, it's 2005 Sky High. There's your kids on meth. Sky High. Actually, this is a. It's got <laughs> Kurt Russell and Kelly yeah, Preston. I've, I've, yeah, it's I know Disney, of it's it. It's a Disney movie about like a superpower high school. Yeah, the strongholds. It's about the strongholds. Remember that. It's about the strongholds. What? Let's watch the movie. You got to watch the movie. You have Disney Plus, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It's not that great. What do you don't do with it. your time? I have a kid. We watch movies. I do too, but we watch good movies. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Of you course. don't even have kids. What is your excuse? Because he's a child. Dude, there's a girl There's a girl in the movie who turns into a guinea pig. How much better can it get? Is that your, is that your kink? 
Hey, no, <laughs> no kink shaming. The smaller no the kink better. Shaming. Yeah. The smaller the better. Yeah, no kink shaming. Ryan, here. you know all about gerbils in your ass. I was going to say it's gerbils, not kink Gerbils in the ass. What are you, Eminem? So this movie. Quagmire. The movie explored typical norms of high school life through a superhero filter and featured a number of cameos and surprising stars while also providing a fun adventure with some great costumes and a wide variety of powers from the superheroes, sidekicks, and even future villains in training. Kelly Preston, unfortunately, we just lost her recently. She, really? Yeah, she uh, passed away from uh, breast cancer, I believe. That was uh, John Travolta's wife. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have no I idea. John Travolta, really? didn't he like, turn into a woman for a while? Well, oh, wait, didn't he what? lose a kid recently, too? He lost a kid a few years back, yeah. Yeah, yeah but she just passed hard. away, I, I want to say it was like maybe five, six months ago. Jeez. Yeah. He's just having it rough. Yeah, dude, it sucks. I mean, first his hair is running away from him, and then he's losing his wife and everything else, so it's, it's all that sucks. grease in his hair. Yeah. Oh, grease <laughs> Sorry. Number 13, 2006, Zoom. Never heard of this. That was with Tom, uh, oh no, Tim, Tim Allen, right? Yeah, and Courtney Cox. Oh, I love that movie. Really? Tim Allen? Dude, he's like the new Wait, hold on. Flash. What year was that? 2006. Yes. All right. so tim allen and courtney cox starred in 2006 zoom which took a slightly different approach to training uh the training of young kids with powers and explored a smaller scale academy for superheroes that was run by the government and featured a small class of kids i have seen this basically but better yeah better wow wow Wow. they brought dc into it that's that's a hot take if Firestarter's not on here i'm gonna be pissed by let's see when we get to it uh the darkest minds uh number 12 is 2018's darkest minds here 2018's the darkest minds is an adaptation of alexander bracken's ya novel ya novel of the same name which young adult novel oh okay there you go I need some young adults in here for me to know what that means. I so thought it was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, which takes place in a dystopian future plagued with a disease that wipes out nearly the entire population of miners. Is that an reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, it's fine. Though. Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. Great. Maybe you should get a job. Number 11, and I fucking love this movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, it's a good one. God, it's so good. So Peter Parker was an early example of kids with powers in other mediums as he first became Spider-Man while still in high school at the age of 15. Though 2018 Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse focused on another on another teen hero with abilities. While the adult Spider-Man played a large role in the movie, Into the Spider-Verse focused on young Miles Morales as he was bit by a spider and forced into the new roles as Spider-Man after the death of the universe's Peter Parker. So can I ask him real quick? Yeah. Could this be considered another Simpsons did it first thing? Because there's a fucking spider pig in that movie, right? And there was a spider pig. He had he fucking made him. He made his pet so pig into a spider. No, pig. no, no. no, no. You, that was an adaptation, like from way. That's early. a comic book from like back in the '40s or yeah. something like that of right, the little right. spider pig guy. Oh, the yeah. pig wasn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, right. so Simpsons didn't yeah. get it first. <laughs> Not on that one. I, that's why I'm asking. I didn't know. I didn't know. So the movie wowed audiences and won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, and a sequel is all slated com- all the for 2002. Are fucking pissed at me right now. What? 2002. All the comic book yeah. nerds are pissed at me right now. Wait, 2022. I'm sorry. I was like, that's a. I'm sorry. I was actually trying to talk over people talking so it was kind of hard Imagine to get that out that. yeah fuck you <laughs> you just rip ass <laughs> so the other day we were leaving after we got done recording the other day? side note here the other day the other day we're leaving <laughs> moody decides to float an air biscuit and as he's walking out he slams the door behind him and he's holding it closed so all i, all I smelled Dude, is his ass the whole the time in here whole fucking room so was just it was disgusting. Did we smell peanut butter and ricotta cheese? Like, was this biodome all over again? Could have been. It could have been. <laughs> Fuck. 
fucking bottom. So gross. So number 10, The Incredibles from 2004. Love this movie as well. Amazing. Pixar is one of those animation studios that seems to know the exact way to produce a film that manages to be both exciting and full of heart at the same time, and the result is a film like The Incredibles. I loved that one and the second one. If you guys haven't seen it, get your yes, asses out there and watch it. They definitely know how to make a mom with a dump truck yeah. ass. <laughs> Jesus. Number this she got a CDL for that dump truck ass. <laughs> when she back up, it goes beep, beep, beep. No, that's robots we're thinking of. Right, Ryan, Ryan has used that pickup in real life on Tinder. Ryan, how did that go? Some girls think it's funny. <laughs> Some girls think it's insult. <laughs> Some girls don't respond. <laughs> I almost spit my fucking no, beer out. He literally, his opening is, hey, do you got a CDL? And they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, commercial driver's license. He's like, they're like, why? He's like, for that dump truck ass. <laughs> Ryan, are you single? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Number nine, we have Matilda from 1996. Who could ever forget Matilda, the movie based on the novel of the same name by Raul Dahl? Never seen it. The novelist book, uh, it's the little girl with a, from Myth of Doubtfire that had a speech impediment. No, I know who it is. I've never seen oh. the movie. The novelist books have had a bit or, of history. Or the history. girl from uh, Leon the Professional, played by Natalie Portman. Her name was also Matilda. That's not who we're talking about, Riley. Could she be. actually had nothing to do with this movie. Could be, though. N- no. I'm, I've seen the movie. It has nothing to do with her. I haven't seen it. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's just throwing darts at a dartboard right now, isn't he? Hey, I guess that's fair. <laughs> So anyway, it's a just it's got Danny DeVito in it, and uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys never seen that one, that, Matilda? She's got powers. Uh, yes. Uh, let's say manage it to the original book. Doesn't know smart because of the performances of whatever in her. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, she can move things with her mind. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, doesn't she pick up her teacher and like throw her? Across yeah, or something like that. Yeah, like, pretty sure. I have no idea. It's like know. the next level, Jean Grey. It's it's pretty crazy. Oh, very nice. Yeah, okay. number eight here. Um, a movie I haven't seen any of them. Harry Potter. Went from 2001 to 2011. I'm sure everyone out there is like, now going, you've never fucking seen Harry Potter? No. Uh, my kids have watched them on my wife. I haven't seen it. Though. Read the books. Don't really care for the movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. A, so you guys know who Harry Potter is and we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> number seven, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. And we know who directed yeah, that say, one, don't we? We talked about this one. We know that it was directed by Mr. Tim Burton himself. Uh, he prefers Timothy. Yes. Does he? <laughs> is it Timothy? No, that's TB. We're on close terms. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Say hey, say tuberculosis? Yes, tuberculosis. We're well, back on that shit again? <laughs> every goddamn episode. It, it rears its head every time. So Tim Burton is one of those directors who seems to have the ability to find both the right material and the right actors to bring his vision to life. He seems to have found both in Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, since the book is very much the sort of thing that Burton has also shown an affinity for in his career. And if you listen to the Tim Burton episode that we did recently, like, what, two, three episodes before? Two. Right? Yeah. yeah. Then you'll know all about it and know how obscure his childhood and he was. And Eva Green is just the right kind of offbeat star to bring the titular, ti- is it titular or titular? Titular. 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 The titular. Someone say tits. Tit. Riley just perked up. Bing. I heard tits. What? <laughs> tits? So it's a good movie if you guys never seen it. Um, this one, number six, Kiki's Delivery Service from 1989. Sounds sexy. Which sounds like something you'll find on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, something that's on Skinamax. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who has seen the film from the famous studio uh, Ghibli knows that Ghibli. Uh, Ghibli? Studio okay. Ghibli, yeah. Their films managed to capture a certain whimsy that one associates with both childhood and young adult. Are they the same company that did um, Akira? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. They do all that anime. So not that yeah, they do all that anime so. shit. Yeah. Dude, Akira. Ryan, you know all about badass. that, right? Negative. 
Not into anime. So that's Kiki's Delivery Service. Uh, let's see. Number five is Midnight Special from 2018. Not familiar with this one. No. Midnight Special is a rather fascinating movie because it somehow managed to be both exciting and mysterious at the same time. It's a simple story in some ways about the bond between a father and son. The wrinkle, of course, is that the son has special powers that make him vulnerable to those who want to take advantage of him. The action, uh, the action keeps the viewer on the edge of the seat, always wondering what new aspects of the film's central enigmas are going to be revealed next. Mm. Kind of sounds like a Hancock ripoff, because, you know, his wife, the closer they get. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Uh, the powers that make him vulnerable to those who want to take advantage of him. Huh. Okay. <clears throat> Number four from 2013, Ender's Game. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a good one. Pretty interesting. Never yeah. seen this one either. It's a good book, too. Ender's Game, based Better on the book. novel of the same name by Orson Scott Card, is another film that manages to keep the spirit of the book while embarking on its own path. I haven't seen the movie. The book's yeah. good, though. The book's phenomenal, yeah. So uh, it doesn't tell me about these kids doing whatever. So what happens? They do stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> a book where kids do stuff. <laughs> They're smart. Military games, you know. Yeah. That's how it goes. Number three, 2016, big favorite of mine, Moana. Yes. Thank uh, you. What can I say? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> at least I never shiny. had. To, at least I never had to watch that movie five times in a row one day. Yeah, you oh, did. wait. wait. Yes, oh, wait. You did, yeah. didn't you? Yes, yes, yeah. we have. Yeah. Think, Listen, at least it's got some good there. music in it. It's a great. Yeah. It honestly is. You got everyone out there. You probably know Moana because every child ever has wanted to watch that at least five times. <laughs> and the rocks in it. I feel like he's in a lot of movies about kids with superpowers. He's yeah. in. He's Disney. He's Disney. Quan. You know what I mean. So no one who has seen Moana could avoid falling under its spell. How could it be otherwise when it manages to combine all the typical Disney ingredients with a story that is refreshingly new? Does she really have powers, though? That's a very, very valid point. No, she 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 did some spectacular stuff, but she doesn't have any powers, though. I was to say, she she knows really... how to... Doesn't the ocean just, like, love her or something? Yeah, the ocean loves yeah, her. Yeah, the because... ocean has powers. She doesn't have fucking powers. Yeah. She helped the sea turtle in the very beginning of the movie, and the ocean just magically fell in love with her? Like, you never yeah, helped the sea so turtle she doesn't before. actually have powers. The ocean's got them. Well, I don't know, because she also, remember, she went to the bottom of that thing, of the in the, that pool she dropped down, and she, that's where she fought the big-ass shiny crab. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the movie. I know, me too. Like, you know who that is, right? Yeah. Who is it? I can't remember his name. It's Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement. He's from, um, what's the band that he has? Fucking, um, God damn it. Flight of the Concords. Yeah. yeah they're amazing. Yeah. Guys, if anyone out there is into like funny parody type uh, comedic yeah. music, Flight of the Concords is fucking amazing. Check them out. And yeah, the guy who was in that band yeah, he still was that guy. What, what powers does she have there? I don't know. Moving exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> no powers involved. Number two, from 2010 to 2013, apparently they made a few of them. Ooh. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. So all I got to say oh, is that's... the books are phenomenal. I fucking hate the movies. That's a, he's like a god or some shit, so right? So the whole I've never seen it. He's like a it's about, no, no, no. It's about a demigod. But the whole premise of the series of the books is that this demigod is like 12 or 13 years old. Uh-huh. Why did they cast a 24-year-old to play an 18-year-old in the movie? The because whole, that's just what they do, man. But the prophecy says when he turns 18, he saves the world. Why is this 18-year-old playing the 13-year-old? Yeah, I mean, it's you know what I mean? They sold yeah. what they you do. sound really connected to this. I love the books. I've read all of Rick Riordan's <laughs> series. The I'm first, like, second, and third series, man, were phenomenal. You, you need a discussion Movies group. That's what you need. You need uh, to sit down and get this out. Check out Logan's Rick Riordan podcast uh, coming soon. <laughs> you can't just plug your podcast on the first time you're here. Wait, hold on. You're doing a podcast? Coming soon, i.e. Never. Exactly. <laughs> so number one, does anyone have any guesses over here? You probably do because you just saw it. But anyway. I saw you. Yeah, yeah. Anyone, you guys have a number one on this? For kids with powers? Kids with powers. And obviously they're staying 
they're staying PG with this. So unfortunately, say, yeah, the fire starters, not fire starters, not shark on boy and lava Bullshit. girl. That's no, I not love that. My hero movie. academia. No, no what is damn, it? I'm off. Which what Charlie, my, uh, your sister, yeah. loves that. Is, is that, is that anime shit too? Yeah, yeah. 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 it's it it's it's anime shit. Anime, you know, the this Asian DJ. This movie is 2007's The Golden Compass. I've heard of it, never saw it. But none of them have powers, though. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't remember anyone having powers. She rides in that movie. a polar bear that can speak English. It's kind of like going into Narnia. Hey, Cinefix, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So that is the movies, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! That was the movies. And honestly, you know I'm not no, a big fan of. Not, that that deserves a fucking. That yeah, that was a bad one. That's fucking terrible. That was a bad one. You should be ashamed of yourself for that. That's the only one there was. There was nothing you else out there. Should have made one yourself. Yeah, the top ten movies that I like and no one else does. <laughs> yeah, number Fine. ten. Still least be incredible. better than that shit. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Number fifteen. <laughs> number fifteen. <laughs> number five. Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> God, I hate that fucker. The last thing you want in your Burger King burger. Someone uh, else's foot fung yet. Which well, it's kind of funny that you're actually bringing it up because there's going to be a new addition that we're going to be doing, or at least I will be doing. Yeah. For the show, um, and I don't want to drop what it is yet, but it has something to do. <laughs> With what Riley was just referencing, Foot Burger fungus. King foot lettuce memes. You, uh, yeah, we'll get to it anyway. It's I'll, John, off, it's, off the podcast, you're it's tell me John what it eating yeah, tell you. food that we have stepped on. Variously. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Sounds delicious. All right, passengers. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed your ride with us on the butterfly. People, man, what a crazy crazy story because the shit obviously it seemed to have happened. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to sit there and debunk it when there's a lot of things to it that just. Yeah. It's hard to debunk because normally, as we all know, that's what I try to do. Yeah, and you're, I, I, you're I have, definitely the bunkest of all. Of <laughs> I am debunkest. <laughs> debunkest. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, it, it's been a cool story. And hopefully you guys dig that uh, next week. What are we doing next week, Moody? You don't. What are we doing next? Week? No, we're doing uh, <laughs> the dialogue passes next week. The dialogue pass. Yes. I, I kind of want to yeah. be there for that. That's a. I know that one. No, fuck you. You're not coming back. It's one of my favorites. Riley, you can come back. This kid. Do you hear? Wait. Do you hear this? This dude wait, said three Ryan, words you, all podcast. He knows nothing about anything. But Except, he knows. No, because knows. all right. So backstory. Um, last year. Um, before the whole pandemic hit, Ryan and I, it was like two in the morning, him and I were drinking and just talking on the, the computer about like the, the diet love path, pass and aliens and all kinds of shit. And he knows all about it now because I told him about Chainsaw it. Chainsaw wasn't a fucking avalanche. <laughs> no, they're saying that it, I'm not going to, I'm not yeah, going to say anything. No spoilers. You no guys got to listen so next funny, week. The funny thing is, is I had to actually rewrite, I have to actually rewrite the episode because of that shit recent that's findings yeah, yeah there's a lot of there's like I've, I've just seen like five fucking articles like in the last three days about it yeah wow. a, lot, a lot of breaking news so now I gotta add shit about so you guys from which I'm not happy about because <laughs> you know you guys make sure to stick around and come back next week next Monday where we'll be here and we'll be talking about the Dyatlov Pass right I mean we're not gonna be talking about it on Monday well they'll be hearing it on Monday they'll be dropping it I'm gonna fucking keep going <laughs> anyway so make sure to stop over to our official website, themidnighttrainpodcast.com. At our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise. Super sweet. And super sweet. And, uh, you know, with our new line of fecal fighters, shit-eating robot t-shirts will be coming out soon. I promise. You've been saying that for like three months. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm busy. Sorry. I'm getting it. What? I just want some. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. For sure. They're going to be great. Fighters. They're going to be great. Do you guys know about the fecal fighters? All right. 
fecal fighters. Did you hear the? Did you hear the? I don't I'm think gonna, they, they're not listeners. They've I'm never. Gonna, I'm gonna take Ryan's perspective on this and just give a quick what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we got you'll. What episode was that? I don't know. You just gotta go back and listen. You gotta listen to understand. I'm the gonna, last. It was basically the last half hour of an episode. Yeah. And it was ridiculous. We just went off on a meandering tangent. We about, basically have our billion dollar idea. Correct. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah we just gotta the podcast. Yeah. You got it. Yep. And listeners keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, if you like what you hear from us, and we really hope you do, consider being a producer of the show by heading over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button, or just go to patreon.com forward slash the midnight train podcast. For as little as five bucks a month, you can get all kinds of cool shit like custom shirts, custom posters, custom stickers, bonus episodes like the Day the Music Died series, which we have another one coming up, right? I'm working on it. I'm like halfway through it. All right. So we got another one of those coming up. Hopefully you guys are digging those. It's just a little brainchild of Moody and myself. So eh, it's fun. Yeah, it's a good time. So if you want to help produce this motherfucker, our Patreon is for you and we will forever be in your debt. For those of you that would rather just leave a one-time donation, you can head over to PayPal and use the email address, themidnighttrainpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can easily like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform, and most importantly, share the Midnight Train to everyone. It literally only takes a couple of minutes, and word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you weekly episodes. We cannot thank you guys Whether enough. Whether you want them or not. <laughs> Shoving them down your throat, <laughs> motherfuckers. We honestly can't thank you guys enough. You know how much we appreciate you for listening, and uh, for all the love and support we've received. You guys really do keep the train moving. And uh, somebody, I think it was, was it Mac that posted the other day about how this this uh, list that I'm going to be reading is just getting. Somebody, well, yeah, someone. It's, getting, it's uh, getting longer and it's longer. It's getting longer man. and longer. So It's a good thing, though. And as you know, we always read off everybody who's either subscribed to the website or is a Patreon producer. That's so true. A big fucking midnight train shout out to. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. I got to find Moody's it. Moody's late on the fucking thing again. Shut up. It's fine. I can take a drink. Hold Where is it? There it is. All right. You ready? All right. To John, Brandon, Pat, <laughs> Janet, Barbara, Patricia, Lacey, Mikey, Ben, John, Nate, Tess, Heidi, Kaylin, Kevin, Samantha, Matt, Diana, Christopher, Jacqueline, Katie, Michaela, Ramsey, Tamar, Tommy, Speakerbox, the Sister Skeleton. That's the Sister Skeleton. If you uh, Sisters <laughs> Skeleton. And uh, hopefully they recognize the uh, very beginning of the show with the voicemails because uh, I, I feel like that <laughs> one of those specifically was for them. Yeah, so hopefully absolutely. they got that. Make sure you guys are, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, check out the Sisters Skeleton podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, also to Riley, Logan, Reagan, Charlie, Alyssa, Sydney, Ava, Diana, Alina, Stephanie, Julie, Laura, Cynthia, Kirsten, Dawn, Nicola, Caitlin, Chanel, Alex, Emily Ann, son of Vasco, uh, Alicia, Frandipi, Danny, Rex, Sadie, Remy, Melissa, Grace, Stormy, Eva, Melissa, Wayne, Victoria, Hager, Sean, Bill's son, Colin, uh, Todd, uh, David Vallow, Juan, Belen, Ken and Brad over at Voodoo Vodka. Get yourself some fucking Voodoo Vodka. Mm. Stripper Kevin, Davy, our Mexican Vato. Davy! Hola, Davy! And a very special thank you to our superhero Patreon producers. Producers? Patreon producers. <laughs> producers! You guys are douching it all the time, but you do it before everyone because you're pre-douchers. <laughs> anyway, to Chad Flint, Cheryl Pierce, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Fun Box Podcast. Make sure you check out his music because that was him that we played in our drink pop today. That's good stuff. Pretty awesome, man. I actually dug, dug. Especially if you smoke weed. Yeah, it's definitely it's good that. weed smoking music. Get high. Not that we do that. Get high as a giraffe's asshole. Right? That's got to be at least like seven foot. That's pretty high. Foot. Right. About 11 feet, yeah. but yeah, you're close. 11 yeah. feet? You know how high I dress. <laughs> you know how high I dress. <laughs> you, you, you got Australia with it. You know how high that is, right? 
It's a bit high, yeah? <laughs> it's high. It's the asshole's super high. <laughs> right in the cloaca, I tell you. <laughs> also to Christina Skelton, <laughs> Maria Gibbs, Jessica Bartolome, um, Ar- Ar- Oliver Gimmel, um, like two of them. So Chainsaw. What the fuck? And Jigsaw <laughs> to Craig Spurlock, Rick Resler, Courtney Batchelor, Katie Brabinick, and of course, my buddy, Bill Birch. If you guys want your name to be mentioned on the show, <laughs> sign up as a member on our website or become a Patreon producer. Okay. Logan. All I'm saying is I can't wait for an entire show dedicated to just saying the names of everyone who's loving our show. <laughs> it's going to be like one of these days. It's going to be. Yeah. But that's awesome because that means we're getting more and more listeners and I love it. Yeah. So absolutely. it's completely cool. Ryan, what do you think, man? Close us out, Ryan. So happy to see all the support you guys are getting. <laughs> Talk into the microphone, motherfucker. You dumb idiot. Oh, shit. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> what? Wait, See this what? right here, Ryan, 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 Ryan. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. This. Put your fucking lips to that. He's, 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 hold on. He's, he's, he's Will Ferrell. In Talladega Nights. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Stop, Ryan, Ryan, stop looking. Your mouth does not need to be seen by them. Talk into the mic. They can hear you. He's trying to be nice. You yeah. gotta give him shit. Yeah, don't cool. move your head. Keep your head like this. Chin to the mic. Chin to the mic. I'm losing it. Chin Mike. All right, Ryan, it was good to have you on here. <laughs> and thank you for the kind words. Riley, what do you think, buddy? I think Ryan needs to never come back. <laughs> no, he'll be back for sure. <laughs> well, listen, again, thank you guys so much for listening. We know this was a little bit kind of a longer episode. Maybe, maybe it wasn't. There was a lot of shit we talked about. The butterfly people. Yeah, it's going to be. It's pretty it's badass. It's going to be a longer one. Yeah, it's good. But hopefully Mostly you guys had all the other bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you guys had fun with us. And uh, we'll see you next week. And in the meantime, as always, passengers, choo-choo, motherfucker. Now go home and get your fucking shine box.